Fellowship of Cybertron, or Transformers Fellowship of Cybertron, Season 2, Episode 1. We're in November 2019. I am Devin, playing the Horizon Playbook, and to my left, we have X playing Y. Tyler playing Anvil, the Lantern Playbook. Ian playing Rover, the Collector Playbook. Kevin playing Skyway, the Air Playbook. Peter as the Vider of No Space, the Angel. Mark playing Jack Up, the Halfling. So, you've already listened to the intro for Season 2. It hasn't been recorded yet, but you've listened to it. And that explained the pretense of the show. No, so, no, 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 no. Yeah, so go listen to that if you didn't. Don't pick this episode up at random. It's probably like 20, 30 minutes. Come on, you're killing me. Anyway, uh, alright, start a new game. Let's dive in. So, you are on board your ship, the 8-Track, an Autobot military vessel. You've been in space for... An amount of cycles. Um, presumably, you've been flying in the space in between galaxies for a while, heading from one to another, because you don't have fast and light travel. Why would you need fast and light travel? You're functional immortal titanic god king machines, made from the flesh of your divine uh, universe creator. So, uh, presumably, you're all loaded into pods in stasis lock, awaiting uh, the time for your teletrans system to wake you up. And that time is now. Who is the captain? I am. Okay, name again? Skyway. Skyway, your operating system, your your own internal systems come to life. Whatever suspended animation or dreaming sleep you're in ends abruptly as HUDs and overlays uh, flick into your vision. Uh, you're in your pod, there's data running across it, Cybertronian glyphs and whatnot. Uh, and it's bringing you up to speed, you know, uh, heating up your internals, you know, getting everything primed and ready. Okay. The, your ship is, of course, Cybertronian design, which means even though Cybertron, its core is your god Primus, the planet itself isn't. It's, it's, it's a planet that has its own sort of interconnected network slash operating system called Teletran-1. That operating system permeates all Cybertronian technology, including your vessel. So the fairly even, um, emotionless, booming voice of Teletran kind of rings through your... the... the, the, the Suspend animation chamber you and your crew are in. Greetings, Captains. Skyway? Skyway? Skyway. Sky. Greetings, Captain Skyway. Greetings. Run diagnostics. Diagnostics completed. Ship operating at a, at, with a normal efficiency. Crew in suspended animation. Communication systems holding alerts. Excellent. Any messages? Communication systems holding alerts. Does that mean it's... It means that there's there's messages for you, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Play them. Okay, it's a lot of much diagnostic data. You've been flying through the void between galaxies for the last... time. <laughs> <laughs> mega cycles. Yeah, cycles and mega cycles and astronomical units, none of them are very specific. Cybertronian tech doesn't tend to get down to the nitty-gritty details of hard numbers. For reasons. Uh, Inconsistencies. <laughs> Um, but the most, uh, you know, shapes in the spaceways, shadows on stars, you know, things for your science crew to look at if they care. The most pressing thing is you're awakened from spin animation early. You're, you're in the next solar galaxy, but you're heading towards, you know, a more centralized area where there are still nurseries nearby. You're woken up early because the ship received a stress signal on Cybertronian frequencies. 
Interesting. Awake, awaken the crew. All right, the same scenario plays out for all of you. Uh, your pods light up, they crack open, the hiss of atmosphere comes in, you're awoken from your eternal slumber, and yeah, heuristics and glyphs play across your various consciousness and visions. And yeah, Teletran at once starts, like, you know, greeting you as you wake up. Not in a physical way, just over the voice systems. All at the same time, though, so it's like, you know, greetings, 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 like, it's well, all the yeah, way the The inside of your ship is um, kind of a rusty brown, gold, and a deep fire truck red. The kind of standard metals and alloys used in poor Cybertronian ship design. Uh, this vessel was, you know, before before the Great War, as most Cybertronian vessels are. So it was it wasn't pounded out or knocked into shape or welded together. It was poured in a mold whole cloth. So it has that that coruscanting color pattern of, of very vivid browns and golds and reds going all across it as you wake up. Panels behind screens flick into light, or flick, into, flick to life. Um, 3D sort of holographs are playing over various parts of the ship. Control panels, you know, rise to your hands. The whole ship is coming to life. I go check out my terrariums in my room and in the science center. Just make sure everything's... Yeah, if you expect okay. them to have done well, they did well. If they did not, you're the one commanding more about your collection. Yeah, um... They did well. They like things grew, changed over time. It's not like flourishing, but it's not. You have a fair collection. No, nothing's already, right? dead. Yeah, because you're yeah. a big collector. Yeah. yeah, your science lab slash uh, you know hobby bay is full of. Are they just glass jars, like advanced science jars? Pretty much, but they're like yeah. huge, yeah, right? They're like, they're, like the size of a city. Kind well, of. they're sized for you know Cybertronians. Yeah. 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 So, yes, your bottle cities of Candor are doing just fine. Yep. Overgrown and primal and wild and being maintained by the Teletran system. I assume there's like one or two that are like actually highish level of tech because there's some sentient beings in there probably that have done well. Like, you know, one of them out of the dozen has actually You're not thrived. that much bigger than uh, sentient life's standard body pattern, so it's not like you're having to hire cities in here, unless you oh, do have okay. a shrink ray. Ah, uh, fair enough. No, I don't have a shrink ray. Oh. See what you need, just take a book from us. They don't have a little, you know, units. <laughs> right. So, uh, Jack him up, he's the, uh, gonna pop in to uh, head down the road. He knows a couple, couple uh, Autobots who always need a little extra waking up, so he's gonna like, Yo, chuck a bolts Get it out of pack! He starts banging on the the door with a with a baseball bat. Ah, oh, don't do that! I haven't even switched over the alternator yet. I need a drink. Oh, the hinge is stuck. All right, so yeah, the, just a few. A little sticky, eh? So just flip over, you know, into into <coughs> the uh, tow mode and just completely like just you uh, hook the winch and just drive straight forward, get the thing open. Yeah. Scrap this. Gets out. Anyone else? I'm the last one to get up. Um, my uh, my gears aren't what they used to be, and uh, the Cairo sleeps a little hard on them, so I kind of creak my back uh, and amble out. Um, Screamo, who's my little siren, your little uh, minicon, yeah, jumps out and starts running around and checking mm -hmm. the place out. Does, does Flashing he make, his little red light. Does he make sound? 
He can. Does he go wee wee? Away he goes. Look at him go. So, oh, and you might as well check the distress signals. What's actually? Oh, do you have anything like characterizing? Like, I think we, we were just doing a brief little character intro. No, just like rise up, check on the nav system, see where we're at. I guess you're in the uh, next galaxy over on course. Oh, straight down to distance. So this is a great time for you to describe what your characters look like to the audience. Who'd like to start? Uh, so my character is large and blocky um, and painted in red and white with a first aid symbol uh, on his shoulders. And I think we established the first aid symbol, by the way, listeners, is a blue moon. Okay. And maybe I am blue and white. No, no, no. Just a symbol. You can be, okay. You can do whatever color you want, but season one, I think we, we all kind of like, that was like a bit of trivia we threw out there. Okay. Um, and my alt form is like a cross between a really old Cadillac and an ambulance. Um, it hovers, it's all beat up um, and dinged up. Uh, it's got uh, it's got a few rust patches on it. Um, same with my regular form. Um, I'm pretty old, pretty well used, got a lot of dents and nicks. Um, and then yeah, as I mentioned, I also have a little mini-con uh, who is just a flashing, strobing red light with big speakers on the side of him that uh, emit noise. Cute. Available for $5 in stores now. Batteries not included. Minicons come separately. <laughs> um, I am pretty standard looking regular form, although I have a few more, it looks like, parts that fold out to do very intricate, small detail kind of work, um, which allows me to fiddle with plants and animals and stuff like that a little bit more delicately. Um, and then my alt form is basically the Mars rover. So... And you're a scientist. Yeah. In the war, I was used to detect landmines and other stuff like that. So I got sensors and probes and yeah. All right, Skyway is white and silver. Um, she has a large kind of white glowing dome on her back. That's large and kind of circular, a bit like a ladybug shell. And her alt form is a big silver and white UFO. So that closes up and she like folds into it. And she, your typical very, very low poly uh, for reference, Kevin is playing basically a uh, a mold uh, a remold of Cosmos. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Hey, the fighter. He's uh, an angel, so he's like all the angels looks a bit strange, a bit older, I suppose. So he resembles uh, one of his creators, Solomon. So he's got those. You know, gonna look to him a bit around the shapes, you know, angelic wings that are like razor sharp, spikes coming out of his uh, head like a halo, I suppose. And yeah, on that, he's um, an octoclock. An octoclock. He's got a one big eye and like seven smaller ones around it. And he's got two art forms. One of it is a spider, and another one 
is pretty much like um, what you call a throne or uh, ofanin, as in wheels within wheels, like large. A ball sphere. with a ball with like gimbals around it and, and uh, rings. Yeah, pretty much. It looks like Unicron. A bit. Which is what an Old Testament Bible angel looks like. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. Angels, man. They're fucking weird. Right? Uh, so Jack Em Up is basically a uh, pretty good example. The uh, TF2 machine scout, except scaled up. Uh, the face for it is absolutely nothing, just like a couple lenses. And instead of hands, he's got... Uh, Basically, big grappling claws. Oh and, shit! You, uh, you, yes, you were censored. Per- yes. <laughs> so yeah, you got you got the square head with the the eye in it. Yeah, and uh, with a like a fold out like baseball bat on one of the arms as a as a as sort of a built in weapon. Uh, his alt form is basically uh, if you Google fuselage truck, uh, it's basically a tow truck that can reverse, and it looks vague, vaguely futuristic. Uh, vaguely futuristic. And uh, yeah, he hauls around other Autobots in uniform. And what does that ship look like? So the eight track is uh, an old Cybertronian warship. Um, that same color pattern I was talking about, but it has. Um, shit, I had the picture up a moment ago. I ha- I've had this picture open for a goddamn week <laughs> after I found it, and I just closed it. <laughs> So yeah, it has that that red gold brown design. Um, the outs the exterior is um, how do you even describe that? It's kind of like gentle alien kind of curves and shapes uh, like with avian, like circuit patterns. It's a little avian, but it's very alien. Like ret- retro futuristic, I guess. It's very retro futuristic. It looks like something that you'd see out of um, ah shit, I forgot the name of the guy, the artist. Turns back. No, no, this guy's fucking famous. Uh, oh, uh, Foss. Christopher Foss. It's a Chris. It looks like you know, kind of Chris Foss style. Okay. Right. I think that's everyone. That's that important. Is everyone. Yeah, you got companions and stuff, but they don't matter. So yeah, you're all up. Your crew is waking up. You have Autobots on board. They're coming out of cryostasis. You guys all look unique. A lot of them don't. They they just look like Cybertronian people that have like battle armor and stuff on. Background characters. Yeah. Which I should point out. I should point this out because I keep bringing this up every time we do Transformers. Is you very much are World War One like officers and soldiers in a one for one comparison just in Transformers, right? So you're not naked. You you guys are big bulky robots, but some of that stuff that is your bulk also is would, would be the equivalent of clothing or armor. You know, you have tools on you. You have rations. You have food. Um, you know, people. Some people have prosthetics or cybernetics, but it all kind of is hard to differentiate if you're not Cybertronian. You know, there's a story of um, back in um, Animorphs where some aliens, the Andalites, those weird blue centaur things that are psychic, they abduct two humans from the '60s. And they bring them to their, their ship, and their ship is a giant terrarium. It has, like, rolling fields because they're centaur aliens. So they, they mm-hmm. kept hills and fields and places to graze and stuff. And the humans are like, oh, this is cool. It's like a like, little verdant garden world. And, like, it describes the aliens screaming as the humans sit down and peel their hooves off in front of them. Because <laughs> they didn't realize the shoes weren't part of them. They're like, oh, what are you doing? It's molting. Yeah, the one was like, oh, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Uh, is this Gaia? The one you talked about the series? Animorphs! Oh, never mind. Yeah. The Andalite Chronicles. 
But it's that kind of convention. So, like, even though you guys look like you look, you're not, like, naked or anything. Like, a lot of what you have on you has been bolted and welded and added on, and it's armor, it's extra material. So your Cybertronian, like, crew members, your Autobots, who don't look super unique, they're just wearing standard soldier uniforms, like, in a trench scenario. They're, you know, they got their uniform, their boots, their helmet, their guns. Yep. Just to, just to kind of get that aesthetic across. Yeah. Skywheel will kind of, like, make an announcement over comms. We will be meeting, all senior staff will be meeting in the, on the bridge in s- seven cycles. Cycles is such a universal word, too. When you're speaking of cycles in relation to people, it's like, you know, personal time. When you're talking about cycles in relation to space, it might be astronomical time. Who knows? In this, in this facility, is 1.5 minutes for every cycle. Rover finishes up what he's doing and then heads over to the bridge. Yeah. Uh, the, of course, Jackamup's most important duty, uh, very, very secret mission, he has to go talk to Boilermaker first before heading to the bridge. Who the fuck is Boilermaker? The uh, ship's cook, the hipster bot, but very, very secret mission, something on uh, captain's orders. Most important thing. He wants to play Boilermaker. No, no, you don't even have to. It's just a, right. little, it's a little bit just a Don't thing. all jump out at once, though. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. Someone wants to do a hipster accent. That, that's what I was aiming for. But, uh, just the important thing was, comes to the bridge, Captain, hands over the Energon coffee. Yes. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> now Dark Rider right. Energon. <laughs> yes. The universe is safe. Now we can get this party started. You're my new assistant. <laughs> I hobble my way down the hall towards there. Uh, you guys can hear me coming well before you see me. Uh, yeah. Because, uh, what did I remember? Screamo? Screamo is running ahead. He jumps into the room uh-huh. and just sits on the table. Skywheel will be on Jet Set, her uh, hover chair, who's also a person, but he's just... Pretend he's not there, guys. He's right now. <laughs> your goddamn secretary's your chair. Uh, no functionalism. I actually have a secretary and a chair. Every, functionalism. Everything's going back to the place. For every shape, uh, for every form, a purpose. Uh, the weak are meat, and the strong do eat. Yeah. Cloud Atlas. Pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Oh, trust everyone has found their sea legs. Yeah. So, what is this stress signal, Captain? Well, we'll see. I'm gonna press the play button. Sure, it brings up a nearby star map. Um, you guys are basically within the solar system, which is why you picked it up. It's going at radio wave uh, speed, so slower than light speed. Uh, it has Cybertronian signatures to it, and it's coming from a nearby planet. Well, scrap me. Well, we may have found a colony. That's something they do, right? Like, make yeah. colonies? Okay. Oh, yeah. Or someone crash landed. Or that. And they're in trouble. Hopefully not too much trouble. I just hope it's not shock accounts again. Real sick of them, guys. Well, either way, we'll have to check it out. Can't just leave them alone. How far away is this planet? 
Uh, you should be able to get there shortly. Like it's not even a long journey. You're in the solar system when the when the you picked it up. You're passing through and picked up the signal and that activated Teletran one. Signal looks weird though. <laughs> What's that? Signal's weird though. Like it's degraded. If there's inconsistencies, it doesn't follow any standard coding. But it so, feels like it, it's following Cybertronian pattern. Does it feel like it's been there for like a while, like on repeat or something? Nope. Signal degradation shows that it's only. Maybe a few revolutions of uh, that planet's sun look old. Okay. Hmm. Perhaps we should run on other things on the captain. Smart idea. I will leave that in your trusted hands. Who wants to... I think this would be look closely. Yeah. As our first roll of the day. Who's got the highest sense? I have plus two. There you yeah, go. We're both really good at it. So. Then you can look at it. Who's our Oh, engineer? yeah, you double-sided this shit. Nice. Yes. So, Oh, never mind. So and you're the science officer, so I think it makes more sense for. Sure, I'll do it. You get to look down the etch a sketch. You can roll with hope because you're working together, probably. Because mm -hmm. I'm what? Working together. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, you have sensors. You can spend a use of them rolling if you want. Closely. Let me find it on. We can roll because it's fun to roll. Yeah. Look closely. I roll. Sense. 2d6 then? 3d6. 3d6. Because you're both doing it together. That's all. Yay! Because we're doing the same thing together. Yes. We We've learned that. <laughs> uh, two 11. highest. Oh, two highest. So 10. 12. Right. Because you add your sense. And then I get plus 2. Yeah. That's so a 10 12. plus result, which means you get the 7 plus result, ask three questions from the list, and if it was 9 or under, you would also get the hard way, but you don't. That's awesome. how you read these things. So, you get to ask three questions from the list. And they can be a little twisty or changey. You don't really have to worry about following the exact script. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. So, yeah, you guys are in the sensor room. Uh, yeah, scanning the signal. What looks out of place with this signal? Because you said it, it doesn't quite match. It looks like it's junk data. Like, uh, like, none of it's consistent or coherent. None of it was put together with purpose. Does it look like bait? From, like, a... Dis no, it is not bait. Okay. Um, yeah. Or I guess. No, that's two. Yeah, that was, well, like, you have one left. Yeah, yeah sorry. Like, um, do you guys have a good question? I didn't. Who sent it? Planets. Yeah. yeah well, we're looking with the sensors, right? It. Yeah. It's coming from the planet? Yeah. Is there anything we should watch out for? Or is there, is there something... Can you see if it's being transmitted live or if it's on loop? Oh, yeah. Is it is it on loop or is it... It is an old message. It's a few cycles old and it's coming from the planet. And there is actually a valid question on where it's coming from. I'll just sneak in there. It's coming from a satellite orbiting the planet. Okay. Okay. So I'll relay this to you guys. Doesn't look dangerous, Captain. Um, but it's coming from that satellite there. intercept the satellite, you think we'd be able to clean it up a little more? Should be able to. Most likely. Hmm, is this planet inhabited? Yes. It's a colony. I mean, might my note From here, your sensors can pick up, um, it is, it's not the best grade of planet. Um, the, 
it looks like the most of it, it looks like it's an older planet too. So most of its tectonic activity has calmed down. The, the mountains have kind of eroded away into sand. It's very desert mm. uh, with small pockets of deadly, deadly water. Deadly, deadly. Yeah. The, the environment is oxygen based, but it's, it's, it's an impure mix. Like it's not completely oxygen. So it's not totally acidic. That's good. Okay, what are your orders, Captain? Heading closer to the satellite and see what we can make of it. Then we shall arrange an away mission and make landfall. Okay. We taking the sh- we taking the A-track down, or are we do- are we going to use a shuttle? Mm. So, two point out, your ship can't. The A-track cannot go into atmosphere. Uh, you do have uh, cargo lighter shuttles that'll take you into atmosphere and land you and take you back up. Yeah. Too interesting, especially if there's like life here, we'd be way too noticeable. Yeah. Unless your ship is Titanic. <laughs> you probably look like a, another moon coming by almost, depending mm. upon how close That's we no get. moon. <laughs> yeah. You're big. You're not that big. You're not a warship. Actually, well, I'm just saying depending upon how close we get to the actual planet. I mean, like, you can see ISS, like, as a blink from, like, you know, the ground, so it would be way more noticeable, so we'd be, like, you know. A bigger blip, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we're going to head for the satellite. Okay, you lay the course and head deeper into this uh, solar system. There is a interference belt uh, delineating the outer and inner parts. Most solar systems have things like this. Um, you have no problem at all because asteroid belts are huge. And asteroids are millions of miles away from each other. Um, there are gas giants that you have to kind of skirt around the gravity wells of so you don't have to put up a fight. And yeah, this planet is a world and you're within orbit of it. You're starting to pick up more transmissions. None of them are Cybertronian. They kind of have that signal, but it looks like it's coming from the, the civilization on the planet. What are they saying? Incomprehensible. It's fair. Gibberish. It's fair. Is it even gibberish to the guy who can understand everything? Oh, absolutely not. If I wanted to analyze it. <laughs> You're picking up radio waves. Yeah. It looks like a primitive civilization. Like subtype one in your Kurdishev scale. Anyone know what that means? Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. <laughs> the one NPC I got in the room. <laughs> oh, okay. They seem to have developed radio waves, so at least they're not totally primitive. Until we know what we're dealing with, we should attract as little attention as possible. Okay, you get within orbit, and yeah, there's a satellite in the very literal sense of the word. It is a thing they've put in orbit around their planet, much like their moon. Um, it's not very big. Like, it's it's about the size of your alt form. A little smaller. Uh, I was pointing okay. to uh, Rover. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, should we take it in, or should we connect with it directly, not to disturb the satellite? Let's not disturb. We'll connect to it where it is. Okay. Alright, who's gonna go out there and connect to it? I guess I can go because I can actually fly. Oh. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll provide backup. Yeah, if you guys can't fly, don't go into space without, like, 
a tether cable. Remember what happened to Jetfire's friend? <laughs> oh, that's Silverbolt. That was Silverbolt. He's still out there. No, 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 no. Ah, <laughs> uh, in my in my custom shuttle. Hey. Oh, you have a you have a cool ride. I have a cool ride. That's adorable. Look at you. You're it's almost a flyer. You're almost like a real flyer. <laughs> so yeah, go to the like docking bays, whatever airlock, open it up, and fly out there to get close to the satellite. It's a satellite. Not gonna go into much detail. It's fragile and looks like a tiny piece of impure metal and material welded together. It's fragile in the cold, hard, dead vacuum of space. Well, this doesn't look like Cybertron design. No. No, that looks like piece of crap design. Scrap. Yeah, it is scrap metal. Well, let me patch it through. I take some like smaller and smaller tools and like try to connect up with it somehow. Yeah, you're, you'll be able to connect to it. Yeah. So, what are you looking for from this thing? Um, I guess figure out where. Some cyber trainers have tampered with it, seeing that uh, they've kind of hijacked it to figure out, to like, transmit the, it, or... The underlying software used to build it, it looks like it's imitating Cybertronian tech. Okay, so, so probably someone tried to ape our design and use that. Pretty much. Uh, it's a distress signal. Okay. Uh, basically, the, the message goes like this, if you filter it through and translate it for them. Yep. Uh, to, to any civilizations that exist beyond our system, uh, this is a distress call. We require immediate and... We require immediate, an immediate mission of mercy. Our world is in peril. Uh, we do not have many cycles before it is consumed by the Leviathans. So yeah, I relate that. Hmm. Uh, is it just me or does Leviathan sound bad? I mean, depending how big those creatures are, the Leviathans might be our size, so... Fair. But it's like consume the world. Are they... Your, uh, your atmospheric sensors are picking up multiple uh, atomic detonations that have transpired across the planet's surface. And wreckage of several major metropolises. You mean right now or in the past? In the past. Now that you're close enough to kind of give it a scan, you're you're like bringing up images of like cities that have been like glassed over. Oh, whoops! Oh, oh someone yeah. discovered how to spit at them. Primitive. Yeah. Perhaps they are being attacked by some under otherworldly presence. We should uh, land and survey the damage. You, you've picked up a civilization that's still functioning. It looks like it's the largest on the planet from its energy signatures and use of fusion technology uh, beneath, beneath one of the remaining mountains. That's where we'll go. All right, so you load into a cargo your cargo lighter? Yep. All right, uh, yeah, you guys leave the 8-track the and descend down to the atmosphere. It is not a rocky ride at all. Your ship is made of goddamn solid material. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, the atmosphere vents out, it exchanges. I am assuming you guys took some precautions because it's a corrosion, a corrosive atmosphere. I guess we cut ourselves with some cement or something. Yeah, you got a resin spray. Yep. They touch up your paint. Yep. Because, yeah, paint would be like sunscreen. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Rust protection. Oh, uh, yeah, this world is a desert world with, like, broken, cracked mountains and, uh, like, the ground is all kind of turned up. You know, like a, like like a craggy 
Canyon. That's what I'm looking for, the word canyon. And you're at the base of the mountain. That seems to be the place. Careful there, Rusty. I don't think this atmosphere is going to be too good for you. I've been through worse. Literally, no one would challenge that. <laughs> no, no one in the war would ever challenge that statement. Uh, whatever happened here wasn't good. We should uh, be cautious when we approach. They might take us as hostile. True enough. Everyone, spread out. Try to find a try to find a way into this mountain. I'll transform into my alt form because it's probably easier for me to move around in yeah. that form. Yeah, get stuff. And yeah, start just like as I'm looking at the mountain, I'm also picking up like cactuses and putting them in jars and yeah, different. You you got like a sifter claw. It's like picking up stuff and sifting through the material and analyzing it. As you're going through, there's like little things in your scoop basically, and as you look down, there's skulls. Oh, very tiny. As you kind of like uh, look at this place and give it like an overlay with your, your scanners to see what's going on, you can see like uh, there's like a lot of bodies that have just been buried under here and are fossilizing over. Uh, Captain, there's lots of dead here. This is, seems to be some kind of burial ground. Carbon-based life. Yeah, okay. Jack Mop's looking for like salvage because you kind of have to. Twisted wrecks that have been uh, melted down and damaged. It looks like these people have energy weapon technology. It's like, ah, oh, this, this is useless broken crap. Scrap. The word is scrap. Right. No cussing. No cussing. No, it's just the word they have. Yeah. Frock this. Yeah, frack this. And friggin' You can, uh, well, no, it's not even just because it's just their slang. You, you can hear sounds coming from the mountain. Uh, looks like part of it's starting to open. So, uh, are we going to be in all form for this, so we just take Matia Lita do, uh, doing that? Well, given they're making a call for help from, you know, out of space, I'm sure the need to go in disguise is unnecessary. Besides, all these transitions are hard on my gears. Wee you, wee you. <laughs> I stay in all form anyway because it's just easier to move around. Oh uh, yeah, there's a vehicle approaching you in crude approximation of a Cybertronian four wheeler. Well, all right, it looks no. like they must have had at least some kind of encounter with our tech before, if they've been copying it. Copying, salvaging, uh, raise an arm in like a wave. Uh, the people who get out, uh, I'll just skip trying to make it sound like you don't know what it looks like. They look like astronauts in astronaut suits. Like like NASA white and gold astronaut suits. With like packs on and stuff and like air tanks. And they get out and they're, they're waving back. And like some of them are like doing this over their visor, looking at various parts of you where your Autobot shields are. Like covering half their face to look at it. Why are they covering half their face to look at it? Yeah, they're doing this, like, like when they're looking at it and talking to each other. All right, so they'll crouch down. All right, uh, one of them will tentatively approach you, and they'll uh, they they 
the, the, the vehicle from the flatbed of it rises up to show a billboard. And like one of them has like clearly some sort of interface on their suit and they're like typing symbols out onto it. Uh, yeah, they're going to run through the basic first contact process. They try to show you the formula for pi. So they show you, or not pi, uh, Pythagoras theorem. So they give you like a right angle triangle and one side has a triangle, one side has a square, and one side has a pentagram, pentagon on it. That's how you show aliens, but that you know and understand. <laughs> well, I guess I'll just cut to the chase and do, you know, the universal greeting. Bowie Grana with Nini Bonk. Yeah, they, they imitate you. <laughs> with universal greeting. Yeah. I think I'm my... Uh, to the astronauts in the back, high five. <laughs> they start putting on weird ass. So I take out my universal omnibus of Encyclopedia Galactica and start flipping through what might be like close to the civilization to start trying to establish the contact between them. And... All right, well, there's no time limit, so the yeah. slowness of your translation does not come into play. You can talk to these people as if they're people. We're just going to abstract Peter acting as the go-between. Yep. Or the viator. I'm so, just... you got these people here. there, we've received your signal. That's excellent. Have you come here to save us? Yes, we are the Autobots. Yeah. That's what we do. Okay, uh, we, we require assistance. Our world is dying and will not survive much longer. We're under attack. Who's attacking you? The Leviathans. Could you be a little more distinct as to what this Leviathan... We don't know where they came from or what their purpose is but their advanced party arrived several generations ago and infiltrated our society. They took over various um, principalities and states and turned them insular and regressive and declared war on the non-infiltrated ones. Sounds like Decepticon work. Sounds like their MO. No. Typical rat stabbing bastard, bastard stuff. We've purged as many of them as we could and there's very few of our kind left. We, we tried to build a, an escape vehicle, but it was destroyed. And if we can't get off planet, we'll go with the planet when they get here. There's more coming? The fleet. That was the advance party. Do you have an approximation of when they'll, they'll arrive? Any information? Within a generation, they should be here. They're, they're coming in from outside of our system. Hmm. And you said there was none left here? Uh, we can't be sure. Can we check out any sensors or anything to see? Not picking up anything Cybertronian in the area. Interesting. So you've got a small population that needs escape. Sounds like your hobby is coming to you. Yeah. Um, we have Captain. I believe. Can how many of you are there? Two million. Captain, I don't know if we can fit them all. Hmm. Your shit. The the, the track's pretty big. Oh, okay. The problem will be know. providing them with food and atmosphere. Well, as I say, our, my terrariums are big, but I don't know that we haven't quite nailed down the scale. We probably have oh man, the mess that that would make. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we, we can't fit all of them sustainably. I believe evacuating the planet should be the last line of... Uh, yeah. It doesn't look like there's any other planet that's habitable in this system. So... Yeah, did we check for any other habitable planets? We probably scanned. Passively scanned. There, uh, there weren't any other habitable planets in this system, but the next system over, which you passed through, um, or no, you're, you're coming the opposite direction of it, uh, you can definitely tell it does. How 
long in these life forms life would it be? Probably a generation. Probably a generation. Okay. Um, yeah, so we could, as you say, Captain, last case scenario, we could evacuate a large portion of this population in my terrariums. We should set out scanners and figure out if we can real if we can figure out where this these invaders are coming from. We can intercept them before they reach uh, space. This this space. They're coming from outside the solar system. We could try cloaking the planet in some field to make it look as, as yeah. Like but if they had an advanced scouts here, they did and did some infiltrating already. They probably have a pretty good idea of what this place is, where this place is. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Plus, many of our plans banked on them eating the planet. We've what? lined the inner crust with fusion devices. When they begin to consume it, we are going to detonate it, providing our generation ship with a means of escape. Hmm. Oh, you have your own ship as well. You have had had. Is. Are there any remains that we could help repair, or is it... Uh... It was swallowed up during the last tectonic shift. Um, we can't get to it with our technology. So that should be we easy. We might though. be able to get to it. All right. So, um, how did you pick up our frequencies? Because this is something of ours. Your technology is based on... One of the former governments had a secret project for unidentified extra, uh, well, extrasolar origin. They were able to backwards engineer it from that. Most of our technology was based on it. Our, our food uh, preservers, our... But then the council shut down the XCOM project. Our communications <laughs> equipment, um, most of our, uh, our, our digital architecture, it was based off the uh, salvage tech. Also, Independence Day. <laughs> huh, you didn't know where they kept those specimens? It was one of the cities that was lost in the war. Hmm. You know, it's not totally out of the, out of the, uh, out of the realm's possibility we could go out there. I mean, it's not like some uh, nuclear weapons are going to give any less trouble. Yeah, your overshields are going to absorb most of that. I, I think we should go look for their ship. If we can salvage any of it, it would help. Well, we could always split the party and do both. Sure. Well, if they're coming from out of the solar system, it, yeah, it doesn't sound like we're like, paying for time here. Yeah. Nope. Oh. Okay. So, let's do that, I suppose. Okay, so who wants to go first? Uh, well, what are the teams? I guess I can go try and find a... Cybertronian stuff. You also want to come? Or... Yeah, sure. And was, wasn't it stated that that was like new, like gone? Yeah, he didn't say that. that was well, new. yeah, the, the city yes, was new. Yes, but Cybertronian tech might have survived a nuke. And also, uh, and also, you know, uh, this is after we're out of range and stuff. You know, these guys, we had just sort of taken everything they're saying at face value. Yeah, plus you know. <laughs> There's a difference between, hey, they found a Cybertronian satellite, or they found a Cybertronian. So, we, we have to check out, see whether maybe there's someone, like, in Stasis Lock that they've been picking apart. Or maybe these are the guys who was the insular and crazy ones, and uh, the rest of those cities out there that have that all been blown up, and all, we're all the nice, all, all the nice guys. 
Well, I'm going after the ship, because I think our priority should be saving these people. We can always save them first, and then find Cybertron and attack after. I agree. I will be, at the very least, helping with the retrieval of the ship. Okay. All right, which team wants to go first? Okay. No, 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 no. Gotta get that soundboard for this game. Yup. Definitely. (laughs) Okay. Let me pause while I change this trick. And we're back. So, uh, A-Team, you guys head out to find their calling vessel. Did you take some of the aliens with you? Uh, probably to navigate, yeah, because they yeah. would have a rough idea of where it was. And Okay, do you have anything you want to ask them or talk to them about on your journey? Okay, so... The uh, destroyed cities, that is the... That is due to the infiltrators. They're, uh, it, it turned most of the, the principalities we had on this world against each other. For our time. How did your people find out they were uh, not what they seemed? Oh, when they executed them. They were different on the inside. How so? Uh, mutated. Organic. Hmm. Hot. Mutated how? They'll like give you text specs and stuff. So there's a person, and then it shows what they call a, a lead infiltrator, where it's like all like the inside of their ribcage replaced with like multiple organs. It's more reinforced. They have like natural weapons. They spit acid. They can hypnotize people with psionic abilities. Have we seen anything like this before? This is fucking new. Spit acid. That sounds like normal people. Or Apparently your character would rather <laughs> check out the Cybertronian ship than go explore for... Yeah, they, they would arrive, organize, and they would like basically trick re- inhabitants of the planet and form their own dynasties. Hmm. And like, just take over head state by just like, like cultural inertia by interbreeding. Hmm. You said that you, get, you uh, are being... will soon be attacked by Leviathans. How did you gather that these things are... Coming with our space programs. Well, the old space programs. They're like they'll like bring up a map for you of like the planet, mm-hmm. zooms out to the satellite and like other ones in orbit that have like kind of decayed. And there's like a base on the moon that has like you know listing stations, and then zooms out to show the solar system in like a hologram. And then zooms out a bit more, and underneath the solar system are large red shapes approaching. Hmm. Hmm. Moon base. Like the size of our ship, or yeah, bigger, bigger. Mm. That's a fleet. Yeah. I mean, we got some pretty good guns, Captain, but a fleet could be difficult. Mm. Yes. They move slow um, from our perspective, but on a galactic scale, they're quite fast. They've we, we've anticipated they've moved through other solar systems in a path. They'll send smaller, faster vessels ahead to hit planets and start <coughs> infiltration. We should take the information that we gather here and spread it to other organic planets if this is a widespread oh, issue. Well, that's right. what we found it originally. Uh, the, the, the technology that was located that we used to start our industrial revolution had this information hard-coded into it. It showed us where to look. We'll require copies of that to spread to other worlds, then. Yeah, they have it. <laughs> have we 
we made it to the... Yeah, it's uh, it's the Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. and in it is a crashed uh, primitive colony ship. It fell in. How badly damaged is it? Well, pretty badly damaged, but with you guys working on it and some time, you could probably repair it fairly easily. It's not like the materials are complex. Yeah. But this thing is like... Compared to your guys' own skin, it's such thin material. Is there ways we could reinforce it using tech from our own ship? Yeah, absolutely. Are there ways we could reproduce this and make more of these so that more people could fit on? Building new ones whole cloth might be uh, might be racing against the clock. All right. How about um, modifying the inside so that it can, can fit and you know sustain? Optimizing people? it? Yeah. Um, yeah. With your advanced technology and know-how, you could probably cut away systems they don't need and centralize them better. I believe what we need to do here is bring down more operatives from the ship and have them work on this. And together we can make it make it so that they have a you know a chance of surviving, of escaping to another planet. Agreed, Captain. We also have star charts from the previous uh, solar system we've been through, right? Oh yeah. So we could pinpoint planets for them where they could land. I mean, I think they know. You came in from outside the galaxy, so the the systems would be heading uh, rimward instead of uh, coreward. I mean, we probably could, like, take their whole ship, like, take it with us and take it to the next system, where we know there's a planet in the Goldilocks zone, just drop them off. Yeah, if you've got the engines and stuff. That said, our ship doesn't move necessarily as fast as some other ships, so what... Your ship moves much faster than this hunk of ship. Okay, okay. I just know that some primitive tech... This is a generation ship. ...quote-unquote primitive (laughs) tech has faster than light travel, so... It, yeah, I was just wondering what scale. Faster than light, those primitive fools. So yeah, yeah. this sounds like a good idea. We'll tow them. Yeah, towing them. Good yeah, idea. if you just basically attach this as like a fanny pack to your ship, you can load it up with people. Yeah. They could run off of the... They don't, you can even cut the power reactor probably. You can run off teletrans reactors. Yeah. Hmm. That sounds like a plan, actually. As long as it doesn't put... We'll make sure it doesn't put enough burden on our ship. But. I, there's no way it could. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. we'll be fine. <laughs> the bigger issue will be in reinforcing their ships so we can stand the new speeds. Yes. It's, yeah, actually, shearing force is a major concern. Mm-hmm. Why would Shearing force from gravity changes. Uh, gravity changes, yes. Like, but... when you're going in space, other things uh, influence you, and they can pull yeah. and pry you. Like, gas giants, asteroids, stars, yeah. just rip your ship yeah. in half. The biggest emphasis is, will be that and life support systems. Yes. Yeah, but life support's like, it has to be hot, but not too hot. Hmm. <laughs> well, then why are we jawing about it? Let's get to work. All right. Yeah, okay. you put in the call, and cargo lighters start descending from the horizon nearby. Oh. A triumphant scene. Okay. Yeah, right. work begins. Let's cut back to the B team. dee 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 Oh, wait, I think I got something for this. You're in a nuclear city, a city destroyed by nuclear war. There are towers and power plants, old coal, I like the, the, the moisture stacks from uh, like, like fission atomic plants are on the you know horizon, cracked and shattered like man-made volcanoes. Um, there's dust in the air. You know, creaking, breaking down buildings made of rusted material, flipped over transports. So, it might be Cybertron. 
Yeah, well, yeah, they harvested acid and turned that into, you know, part of the energy system. Yeah, it's kind of surprising, actually. Kind of pretty, pretty, pretty ingenuitive. Yeah, I suppose you didn't have to worry about that eating your skin. You could just vent into the atmosphere. Don't care about it. So, uh, you see that it might be an intact uh, primitive computing device? Well, more like a cyber training device somewhere. But they've try to analyze, so probably there's some sort of hidden deep lab somewhere that houses this. Hey, Vider. Yeah? You just got stung by a bee. Like, oh. you, Peter, in real life being stung by a bee, that's what your character feels. Oh. I just started looking around, what's this? It's on your back, it's in your shoulder, it's still stabbing you. Oh. Oh. Ah. The piggy. It's a tiny little critter, like the aliens here, but it's bigger, bulkier, and has like shell on it, and yeah, there's like dripping acid spikes on its hands, and it, it was stinging you. But it was doing so little damage, your overshield didn't even activate. Yeah, Alright, so yeah, go spray. Oh my god! By the maker! Oh, by the maker! You're adorable! So just... <laughs> take a little jar and just put it in there with some holes in, I bet you know, Rob will be interested in this. Yeah, yeah, so you, you'd better be the one to. I'll give you a hand with one of my Waldos. I'm not going to grab it with with the with the Impure Claws anymore. That 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 did not go well. <laughs> yeah, so you guys have what are called overshields, which are basically a shield that protects you from being shot and major trauma. And it's an autonomic system, so it only activates when you're in actual danger. <laughs> yep. It, it takes so it did people. Hello, you! It's like in ragged clothing and stuff, and it's just like... So, uh, can you talk to this thing, or...? I mean, yes. Quiet down, you little one. Alright, it calms down. Can you speak back? What are you? Yeah, you're gonna do the translate thing? Yeah. Uh, it wants to kill and eat. Oh. Kill and eat! It's so simple. Life is beautiful. <laughs> Probably that for later. Alright, well, if you guys want to... You're gonna find this place, but let's see how you find it with Look Closely. You guys are working together! You are so the person rolling for this one. <laughs> okay. Good, but someone that has some better sense. I got plus one. Yeah, cargo, uh, cargo hull and repair, repair units. Eleven. Not the best sensors. Alright, well, ask away, Pete. Viator. Okay. So, well, where is this secret lab that's obviously holding this? Under the power uh, center where those cooling towers are. Um, okay. Um, what else should we ask about? Uh, hidden dangers? What else do we got here? Yeah, is there something hidden or out of place, I guess? Yes, the power center is going to go critical because these things have been uh, tampering with it. They're trying to take out the survivors by killing off the atmosphere. Oh. Well, we'll have to deal with that. Mm. So, anything else those creatures have been doing? Uh, everything they can to destroy the ecosystem so everyone here is suffocated. Oh, okay. Well, first we'll have to... themselves. <laughs> first we'll have to, you know... Deal with the reactor so it doesn't go critical, and then we can just peel off the rest of the lab. And we can safely pretty confirm, I think, that uh, these guys are on the... Uh, the guys we talked to are on the up and up. Well, seems that way. I don't think any creature would like to destroy itself. As they're really crazy. 
Jack him up. Something's hitting you in the eye. Pang. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we'll just. You're just looking. Yeah. We're just, so there's nothing there. There. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like, okay, Waldo. When you say Waldo, I need to know what you mean. I just thought right, that so was like Jersey slang. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Waldo is a uh, like a remote control like arm, basically. So the idea is that for this one is that it's like because his his arm's been. You mean, you mean it's, it's like a like a Mars rover arm? Yeah, something something like that. It like extends out because he can't grab anything with his claw hands. his claw hands, but he d- needs to do repairs and stuff like that. So he's got little. All right, claw hands out. Yeah. <laughs> so what does what like around that area around the eye? Does that like a, off? There's a burned out building nearby, and a few of those things have set up. They have meat based uh, weaponry, kind of like your guns, but made of meat, and they're shooting you like in the eye. It's like a chitin barb that like moves a little, like it's alive, but it's just it's just it's, it's crushing itself against your optics. Yeah. Okay. Like your optics have like hinges and shifts in them because it's not a ball; it's like a bunch of small moving parts. So it's kind of just crushing and killing this parasite. Wow, you are terrible. I mean, why would you even try something like that? It's actually kind of insulting. Are they shooting their own people or something? Are they shooting their children? What are they? Sorry. Right, so. Uh, See. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, should I even just ignore these guys? Are they even worthy of a response? Uh, I'm not sure at this point. Let's go deal with this lab thing. Yep. Well, let's deal with the doctor first. You get over to the power center. Yep. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It's a big old fusion <coughs> reactor. Huh. It has buildings and maintenance, and there's pools, cooling rods, the whole deal. It's going critical. Well, I guess if we smear it across something or take apart its fission-based fuel, then it shouldn't go critical. That's how these things work, right? Uh, yeah, Engineer. I haven't done with fusion, uh, fusion in a little bit, but... Uh, Not since I was a kid. Yeah, I used to have a little play with a set, you know. Junior Fusion, Fusion Kid. Yeah. So, uh, if, if robots have childhoods, I don't know. Do you have your childhoods? Some of them do. Some uh, of them are made to order. <laughs> some, some of them. <laughs> like, they have... There's, they, they do have a neoteny stage. Sounds like you said a word backwards, and it was really creepy. It's because I didn't say a word backwards, because <laughs> I was trying to control you with my devil magic. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, we'll head, head our way over to the... Uh, How can we try and stop this from uh, going critical? How do you think you could stop it from going critical? Uh, Going in and manually repairing it? Sure. All right. How are you going to repair it? Describe it to me. Well, this is, I'm guessing, an old, like, actual nuclear reactor. Yeah. Circa maybe 1990-ish, 2000-ish. Sure. Um, Maybe it's like, you know, there's some, like, sci-fi convention twists in it that let it be cooler than it is. But yeah, that's it. Use your knowledge. So who has seen Chernobyl recently? Oh, I keep needing to watch it. It's pretty good. I know, it looks really good. Yeah. I just haven't gotten to it. I don't have time. <laughs> Fly um, with seawater. Fly with seawater? Fly with seawater. Fly with seawater. One moment, Nicole's giving me a signal to... Yeah, I mean, just describe what you're doing and... Does flying with seawater work? Is that an actual solution? Well, I don't think we have a lot of seawater I mean, around anyway. There isn't any sea. Yeah. Um, 
But what I'll actually do is, uh, these things are caused by having something in between the fissionable material. I mean, like, yeah, you have these, like, control rods that just put in, and then, you know, once they're in, then they stop everything from going through, so you just squish together, I guess. Well, I can try taking it apart. Uh, so what he's actually going to do is take his uh, completely indestructible, uh, thanks to our dwarven I, engineering. Everything you have is dwarven made. And stick that sucker in uh, in between the control rods while uh, you do the looting and. Okay. All right, roll overcome. Aha! Uh, that would be a nine. And that was with hope. Oh no, I didn't even. I didn't it's like you guys were working together. That's true. So you're both. That's still nine. That's fine. So the results for overcome a price are, or temporary solution. Uh, yeah, pay a price to get ten plus or create a temporary solution to this threat. Um, I think. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna pour out a uh, bunch of uh, slow-acting nanites. So I guess so. My healing poultice would that be appropriate? Or oh yeah, okay. If you're gonna use your healing poultice, yeah. So to pay a price, sure. So I guess you can like rewire them so that they become completely inert or something like that. Weird things. Probably protoform material to patch up wounds, so you can use that to put into the reactor, so it'll kind of organically try to uh, sort itself out. Yeah, it like creates like a, one of those a microfilm of like ridiculously dense, uh, dense Cybertronian. Your, your healing poultice is made of protoform material, which is the kind of metallic T1000 goo that covers a spark and eventually becomes your body, and then uh, midwives have to kind of birth you out of it. Yeah. So it's basically liquid stem cells or omnigels from Mass Effect. <laughs> Appropriate. Rub them the computer. Yeah, just rub, smear it on there. <laughs> smear those stem cells on. Uh. Okay, hey, that's a perfect price to pay. Yep. Okay. As far as you guys know, you've disabled this reactor from going critical. Because right. I can't tell the future. <laughs> it's fixed. One less explosion to worry about. Okay. It seems that, you know, the lab is here, so I guess let's start just peeling off the layers until we find something that's useful. You just start ripping your way through. I mean, there isn't anyone you know, right? around, so... Start jumping up and down on it. Uh, if you were the dwarf... If someone was playing the dwarf... <laughs> dig through it. Is it... Um, is my character short enough to actually go in? You are approaching... Yeah, you're approaching, like... like Organic size. You, you probably, probably crawl your way through the corridors and stuff. If you want. Or just like pick it up. Like, sort of, like your old form, which is a pickup truck. Yeah. They have those in underground bases. Like in Stranger Things, where they have those little golf carts. Stargate, yep. I guess. Yeah, Stargate had it too with the mounts. Okay. So, yeah, we'll just. Alright, uh, this place is a charnel house of. Combat and the dead and stuff. Looks like there was a last stand of some sort here. You're just you're just driving through stuff. Okay. So uh, do I? You do eventually ping Cybertronian uh, signatures. Oh, excellent. So I'll relay that information. Hey, looks like we got uh, we got a hot a hot scan on the way. So this facility uh, looks like it has some sort of empty shaft nearby that's covered with like dirt and um, it's like it's built to it. You can't see it from above. Um, there's a manual door on the hatch of it. It's big, though. Big enough for you guys. Missile silo. It's missile silo. 
Yep. <laughs> well, should we crank that open? Oh, of course. Rip. Alright, yeah. Uh, head straight to the, the basically the where the Cybertronian signal is coming from. Let's go there. Yeah, make our way in. Uh, yeah, it looks like they made this some sort of big hub for technology and science and discovery. Like, there's 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 vast arrays of imitation Cybertronian tech built on the walls and analyzing devices and, and data centers. Reams and reams of old, like, analog computers with, like, actual film on them and stuff. You know, data tapes. And, yeah, in the center, there's some sort of, like, large, uh, you know, poorly forged casket with, like, you know blinking lights and, and sensors on it. Okay. I guess I'll put out the shell. Inside is a minicon. Ooh. It has the basic, you know, Cybertronian humanoid design to it. Um, it's red and gold and has a, like, camera head. So, like, it's the size of a person. It's a minicon. Uh, any, does it have the enamel? Uh, yeah, Auto Watson. Oh, good. Does it still have a spark in it? Yeah. It's in uh -huh. stasis. See? I knew this would pay out. Oh, yeah! Come here, little buddy. Pick it up and... Go team, explore stuff! <laughs> Alright, in you go. Yeah, welcome. I guess we're gonna like, collect some other stuff. Yeah, I was just to say, if no one else said that, it's just... Use your eyes to just do a scan. Yeah. There we go. One or two bits of Cybertronian crap. Yeah, it's like this was the only thing that's there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's good enough. Fly back. All right. The two teams meet back up. A bit of time. Like, look, let's do the initial touchdown when you guys meet up, and then we'll do some time passing. So, A and B team, you're reunited to one singular unit. Uh, and yeah, there's scaffolding going up around the crashed ship. They're already, like, your your crew members are already going through and, like, welding away the engine section and, like, <laughs> pulling out stuff that isn't needed. It's, like, coming apart like, uh, like, like, Energon Cube wrapping. It's just tearing. So fragile. Very yeah. fragile. So how'd you guys do? Oh, you're not going to believe this. Check this little guy out. Ain't he adorable? Oh, the alien. Yeah. I mean, both. <laughs> I'll take it. The, the, the humans, quote-unquote, the, the, the inhabitants, the natives, the aliens. The aliens are freaked out by it. They don't like it. I'll take I'll be like, ooh, I don't like the violent ones so much. They tend to, you know, the first few experiments, they, they just tend to not go well. They don't play nice with the others. Oh, yeah. These, these, a bunch of these guys were, were firing those little guns at us. You know, I don't know what they're like, the children or something, but the little, little writhing things. Ugh. I'll just pass it back to you. <laughs> like, I don't like, <laughs> All right, don't so, like these ones. <laughs> so uh, we're not keeping this, right? No. Okay, up to you. So I'm just going to use my, like, slingshot mode and huck it off into, the di into like, the distance. Yeet. Yeah, it, it's being yeeted. <laughs> I like that it's in, like, an unbreakable case, too, so it's just going to bounce around for a while. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's going to bounce around, and that going to die on I mean, you can always open it up and then put that in the slingshot. No, no, it's it's much more fun to be in an unbreakable cube. Yeet! <laughs> well, yeah, I guess your glasses will all be... Uh, you guys are cube primary, like, as your shape, so your glass is probably just a cube, because it's energon shot glass. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, twists on and stuff. So. 
But also, we don't want things that just snap to the side. Yeah. Just... See, I told you. Cybertronian. Minicon. Like, wee-oo, wee-oo. He's, like, dancing. <laughs> wee-oo, wee-oo. Uh, is it awake? No, it's in stasis. Oh, you're a doctor. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking at it. Somebody suffered planetary re-entry. <laughs> this guy uh, came through the atmosphere. Oof. I mean, didn't we all? Our senses are exactly the same and exactly as traumatic. Rolls wheels. Our senses were exactly the same and exactly as traumatic. You need some Energon and some Rolling Bach? Uh, you need some time in the med bay. Just pull up his bootstraps. <laughs> yeah, if you huck him in a CR chamber, you'll be able to bring him back up. For reference to the list, there's a CR chamber, Cybertronian medical system. You go inside, you power down, and the system basically starts to repair you and regenerates you with, like, energon radiation therapy. Protoform, you know, supplemental material. You can talk when you're in it, too. Like, you, they, they hook your brain up to the console, and you can talk while you're in stasis. <laughs> oh, that would be a good idea to have a conversation with this guy. Find out his perspective of what happened. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. See whether there are know, others or something like that, crashes a mountain or what have you. Well, if we figure out, if we talk to him first, then we can see if he knows if anybody else crashed here. Because yeah. no use going on a wild goose chase. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, remind me, radiation's bad for these guys, right? Yes. Generally. Yeah. <laughs> g- generally speaking. Yeah, I should probably have like a, a the equivalent of a sand bath or something. I did kind of stick the uh, this thing into a, one of those old fusion reactors. Oh. your biology will absorb it. Yeah. Oh, okay. You just gotta put, spend some focus on like you know like clean your hands basically. Degauss yourself. Yeah. Wash yourself. <laughs> We've located the ship and realized that the best way to handle it would be to simply tow it to the nearest habitable planet. Yeah, it'll be way safer with us than on its own. Yes. Way faster, too. Additionally, the information we've gathered about the Leviathans indicates <coughs> that it is for the best that we simply evacuate them for the time being. Yeah. As you guys show, it's not Decepticons. It's something else. So. Um, yeah, let's get this little guy back to Medbay. Yeah. Okay, well, some time's gonna pass then. You know, an abstract amount of time. Let's see what I got here. So, things happen kind of in fast motion. Like, those astronauts you see get a little bit older as time goes on. A little (laughs) bit longer in the tube. Uh, These things... You know, they look like humanoid organics. You don't really see a lot of outside of the suits. If you want to, I don't know, you want to poke and prod, prod at them a bit. See what they look like. Eh, I probably am interested. They look kind of like greys, like humanoid ones, long-limbed, uh, you know, stocky, heavy build. Okay. Hmm. One thing I'd want to be doing is trying to, with their help, find other, like, enclaves of people so we can gather them all together from across the planet. Especially if this is taking a while to build. Yeah, there's there's probably two other enclaves, but the, the aliens you're encountering don't really want to deal with them because they can't be sure that the other enclaves aren't infiltrated. 
don't we have uh, the technology to scan them? Their technology is not great for it, but if you guys want to jerry rig something, you can probably figure something out. I think that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. For some reason, you guys are really good at detecting enemy combatants. Besides, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hardwired India. Just take us like a hot hot poking you know, poking pro and just like poke them, see which ones start squirming. And... <laughs> so yeah, that that'll be uh, kind of my focus. Sure. And yeah, you bring the minicon to a CR chamber. Yeah. Yeah, it needs some time to you know repair, come out of its stasis. Uh, you know, cycle its energon out. You, you replace some parts in it, parts them, and they'll graft and repair. Funny thing with Cybertronian tech, you can take that inferior metal they got out there. Say you got like a gunshot wound, you use that inferior metal and use it as a patch, and over time your biology will subsume the patch and replace it with Cybertronian scaffolding. Neat, like a graft. You'll, you'll automatically kind of bootstrap it up. Neat. We can <laughs> grow more. Yeah. Cyber technology grafts. Uh, yeah. Do you guys want to be around when it comes online? Uh, I mean, I'll be taking care of it, so I'll okay. definitely be there. Yeah, the, the Energon lines that look like Tron lines that you guys all have start flowing on it, and that one little optic it has kind of boots up. Little blue light. Oi? You look like you've been through scrap. Puts a little hand to its head like it's looting you. Back. It's Autobot shield, by the way. It was like half burned off from the damage. Which, now they're thinking back by the astros uh, their hand over your shield. They're like, hey. Can I talk? It nods. <clears throat> I'm going to ping the captain. I'll come along. Wait. Oh, so it yeah. seems you're awake. Hmm. Yeah? How would I... I would respond to them very aside from sheer disdain. <laughs> I'll do disgust. <laughs> Ugh, it looked at me. It's an inferior life form blowed up. <laughs> Who brought you back just so I could shoot you? I do the appropriate get gesture back. I'm gonna use one of Peace Among Worlds. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. I'm gonna use one of my abilities. Ooh. I'm going to reveal the way and basically give someone advice, and if they do it, then they get to roll with hope. Um, this guy's been through some very traumatic experiences. It might be best to tread softly, but you should, uh, you should discuss with him and try and glean any knowledge that you can. The soft touch. Okay, I could do that. Are you using or ladies' man two two seven? Next, next one is a giant laser focusing down on him. Bring me the soft gloves. I did not murder him. Enhanced derogation techniques. So you can also, if it's a player, you can also reject my advice and then you roll with hope if you do something just to spite me. That's the most powerful thing I've ever heard in our group. You literally can power, you're not my dad? Yeah, I'll, yep. I'll say like, Holy fuck. Uh, so she's going to bend down, clear her throat. Now, why don't you tell me? What has happened since you fled Cybertronia? Cybertron? Cybertron. That's the one. Oi, yes, comrade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Takami, launch it out. <laughs> Ejected from vessel, mission of mercy. Seek and inform. You arrived alone? Oh, yes. Where did the rest of your crew go? Shut down, combat. Shut down, combat. Comrades and brethren released. Seed solar systems with warnings, missions of mercy to smaller, weaker life forms. So he shoots through those the cannon. Optimus would have wanted. Very well. <laughs> he, he gives you a mission log, and basically their ship was attacked by these fucking things, and the captain uh, basically ejected all the minicons in their alt modes to go and like send out warning messages to nearby solar systems. Okay. I'm going to record those locations. His name is Raketa. Raketa. Like R-A-K-E-T-A. Thank you for relaying this information. With it, I think we can save many of these people from their fate. Yes, thank you, Captain. Comrade. You're welcome to remain with us, of course. We will likely uh, need your need further information. He like salutes you and like tries to crawl into your hand and like push himself into you. Oh, because he's a minicon. Alright, she just opens up the cassette, uh, hold it on her, you know, the back of her Yeah, he'll, he'll drill into your wrist and kind of replace a gimbal in it. With like, a little eye on it. <laughs> there we go. In space, he's a tiny communication satellite or recorder. In your wrist, he's basically a PDA. Like a secretary tool. And you know the PDA secretary looks, you know... Don't touch her! <laughs> She's mine! <laughs> the Countess! I'm just going to accessorize myself with all my companions. Well, whoever wants to can forge a bond with Raketa. Do you want us into you, uh, brought him to health? Sure. How do you spell his name? R-A-K-E-T-A. I acknowledge that I have many companions already, so you guys can probably use. Don't you want to collect all of them so you can become the you know war general in the end or something? Oh, eventually, but I could also just build up bonds with the ones I have. You know? Yeah, it's like me when I was doing uh, Goblin King as the, uh, the, the druid or whatever. I just got you just got to focus a few, and you're good to go. Then you can throw them in the garbage once you get the class. <laughs> you don't lose that prestige class ever. Tied that through those wolves in the ground. <laughs> I think it may be in our best interest to find each of these planets where these minicons have been sent. See if we can rescue these others. <clears throat> Might be in the best interest of this entire system if we figured out a way to scrap these Leviathans. Hmm. That too. If we lead them on a trail of planet to planet, if they're all armed as this one is, we could slowly pick them off until they're manageable for our ship. Or if we could somehow split them up. Hmm. True. Though now I fear that they are already separating, and this is an advanced fleet simply for this planet. Um, is everyone here for this? Oh, Just yeah. Oh, so you guys want to be. Yeah, you want to come on in? Yeah. So, uh, Raketa, out of curiosity, what was the ship that got taken out? What was it? The other ship? Yeah. Uh, the other ship was the Alcanor. The Alcanor. Was this like a science vessel? Decepticon prison ship. Interesting. Was it like take an Autobot ship shipping off Decepticon prisoners out of Galaxy to keep them out of the war? Oh, okay. That's smart. Yeah. They oh, usually have a prison no. facility nearby. Was it. Do you think it would have been reformatted after uh, we evacuated the planet? Oh, it was still in service during the war for Cybertron, even up to the Battle of the Ark. The Teletrans system helpfully lets you know. 
Decepticon prison vessel Alcanor still in service during Battle of the Ark. Notable prisoners on board. Do you have a list? It does. They're not great. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're monsters. Uh, Some of them are war criminals that are war criminals because of what the Decepticons did to them, making them crazy and unflexible. Like, this was the worst of the worst. The ones that they couldn't, like, just put into stasis lock or rehabilitate. Um, Like, Rampage is on there, who is functionally immortal and can't be stopped. Overlord's on there, who is also functionally immortal and can't be hurt. Uh, Also, there's a list under there for one of um, uh, Jack-em-up's classmates. Waspinator. <laughs> oh no. Skyway just kind of runs her hands over the front <coughs> of her face. Now we have two problems. Not uh, Dr. Warcrim. <laughs> uh, Teletram, also, uh, out of curiosity, how does the, uh, the Elkador's uh, weapons compare to us? Elkador was, cla- was repurposed cargo hauler, used for taking deep colonists into space. Minimal weapon, maximum defensive systems. Hmm. Crew complement of Autobot Elite Security Force. Which I'm assuming the Minicons were part of. They were like beacons. Yeah, like the Minicons are living creatures. Yeah. They're just teeny Cybertronians. They need partners. Kind of like the one of the more famous uh, partner relationships, the communications officer for the Decepticons, Soundwave, and his many, many cassette soldiers that, you know, joined him because they were uh, treated like garbage. But yeah, the Elkanor is a nightmare vessel that Optimus had directed outside of uh, Cybertron's home galaxy just to keep these guys out of the war until they could figure out what to do with them. And it's been shot down and like they crash-landed on the planet. A lot of those guys were flyers. They were Decepticons. That's the reason why why flyers are treated with a bit of respect and like spacers were treated as cargo haulers because so many of the Decepticons were space flyers. It's a little backporting of it. <laughs> Racism, eh? Racism. <laughs> Whenever you stroke your beard like that, I just imagine the guy looking at the noose going, hmm. <laughs> I love that meme. We don't know what these Leviathans did to the ship. It could have all been destroyed. Ship lost, crew expendable. Uh, with the likes of Rampage. I don't think we can take that risk. If he's out here... I guarantee you, if Waspinator was on that ship, he is still around. So, really, this changes nothing. We can continue throughout this galaxy, finding, uh... Well, knowing those people, whatever took out their ship, they took over, so now they're probably piloting it. There were elite guard on there, so we can hope for the best. Captain Death Charge. Ordered evacuation. Entire evacuation. Too dangerous to evacuate the prisoners, I imagine. Ship set for auto-destruct in creature. Again, when do I think the Rampage or Overlord? Rampage, Overlord, Six Changer. <laughs> oh in my. His name's just Six Changer? Like, he can change into six forms and he's like, that's my name now. <laughs> it is pretty unique. Yeah. He has six fate forms. Much like Overlord. <clears throat> that is no, Overlord less in cool. that mix? Overlord is in there. Oh, Lord, no. Overlord was part of the crew. They captured him. Yeah. 
Well, if we find something like that, we'll have to deal with it when the time comes. I guess for now, the big thing to do is focus on fixing up the ship and towing it out of orbit. Okay, so yeah, you're getting ready to move the ship. Um, the cut or the complication you're going to throw is one of those Leviathans is a lot closer than anyone realized. Hmm. It'll reach here before that ship's ready. Or before everyone's loaded on board. Because actually getting people on board a colony vessel is complicated. You can't just tuck people in there. You gotta get supplies, get the hydroponics going. Doing last minute scans to make sure there aren't infiltrators on board. Uh, just getting their food supplies up and running. Like they, they have to start farms on the ship before they leave. Yep. <coughs> you do well, not want someone to do one thing to do. Anyone who needs to go, do it now. Go out and scrap it. Oh yeah. yeah. Scrap the heck out of it. Alright. Alright. You guys get into your cargo lighter. You take your, alright, we're gonna be back. We're gonna go kill this thing. They're all waving. We're gonna find this fucking troll. <laughs> kick its fucking ass. And kill its fucking ass. Don't dive your way. <laughs> Don't dive old age. <laughs> But don't commit me, I don't know, more civil wars or something. Right? Don't you do it. Alright, let me pause. Alright, you load on board the 8-track. Your crew gets ready, people go to battle stations. Just saying. Then you take off from this unnamed dust ball. Uh, heading, uh, I guess the term would be hubward? Like, down? Because galaxies are discs. They just are, it's how... Yeah. Physics works, so you're heading to the hub. I think the hub is the bottom, dome is the top. Space south. Yeah. <laughs> Hubward down you go uh, to where this Leviathan vessel should be. As you approach, you're starting to pick up signals from the Alcanor. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> that's not good. If the Alcanor survived, its prisoners might have survived as well. Or maybe it got lodged somewhere in the. You know, mouth of the Leviathan. You can see it on your screens. Okay. You bring it up. Yeah, you bring <laughs> up the Alcanor. Half of it is floating in space, spilling out debris and bleeding energon like a stuck, uh, like, whale. Hmm. Just hovering there in space. Are there any communications? Uh... Distress signals on Autobot frequencies, encrypted for the war. Any recent ones, or is it just on repeat? On repeat. Does... It's just floating there in space. Is it being pulled by something, or pushed by something? Nope, it's actually hanging there. Like, it's not drifting, or falling infinitely, like you do in space. Space is nothing but falling forever. Well, it doesn't seem to have any momentum in either direction. All of the, the baffles and, and kind of like chunky, bulky areas of it have blown out where the, the ships and cart and escape pods would have been. Not all of them are gone. None of them are, like, they're accounted for, quote-unquote, on this part yeah. of the Elkinor. You want to do any scavenging? Maybe later. We have uh, more pressing issues at hand. Well, there might be some survivors for the yeah, good or ill. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do something sneaky while I'm looking. What are you gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna send a message back to the uh, 
kind of people on the planet. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, if they see anything else drop around there from robots, tell us immediately and do not trust it. Immediately is a funny word. Okay. <laughs> You'll see that a you have, yeah. You've left the planet at some point. In, in your scale, tell us immediately and do not necessarily uh, uh, assume that it's, it's there to help. Did you give the. Did you guys at least show me what a Decepticon symbol looked like? I assume in the years we've been here. Yeah. It has been a few years, yeah. It's just a basic, you know, pop-up book. Having yeah. friendships, watching people die, watching people be born, that we showed them uh, the basics of our war. And Autobots our evil. fight their battle to destroy the evil See, forces fake. of the Decepticons. And they're like, that's pretty simplistic, but it's right. Yeah, here's, you know, <laughs> season one to three, ignore the car bomb yet, so you don't want that one. It's like, I know it's really hard, it's really hard for us to explain uh, to a life form as simple as you the concept of a bunch of guys who look exactly like you, but can infiltrate and are incredibly, well, wait, no, never mind. There are some parallels here. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the Alcador hangs in space before you. There is power in it, there's various signals coming off of it as well. So we just scan for life. That's not like look closely. If you look closely, but you also have scanners. Well, you automatically pull from the look closely list if you want to burn those. You can roll, you can burn them, you can do whatever you want. I think do we this burn would be. Them or do we just use them? Yeah, we use them and then we burn them until you refill. Yeah. Yep. I think this is a good one not to screw up. Oh, you find out the hard part by having a bunch of Decepticons jump onto your ship. Overlords here. <laughs> the navigator. Who has, who's navigator? I'm the navigator. Go ahead then, Peter. So I use the sensor. Or viator. Yeah. I use the sensors and let's see. Look. You can ask a question from the look closely list automatically. Um, Two questions. Per charge. So burn a charge, good to go. Okay. What's hidden or out of place? If so, would look suspicious. The Alcador is suspicious. It's hanging in space, not moving. And what's out of place is this thing should have bled out energon a while ago and not be powered. Hmm. I recommend we fire a few shots around it. Hmm. Warning shot? Not necessarily. More like going fishing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, you want to catch the angler, angler fish, fish that is yeah. using this as bait, you guys. <laughs> I've been thinking it the entire time, and I'm like, I don't know if I should give that to them. Mark even happening. Mark even mentioned it. A shark to come out. <laughs> You mentioned the beginning of the episode. Fire around it. Alright, so things change now. <laughs> you are now in the set pace. Set piece. The Kraken. Again. Every time, forever and ever and ever, James. We're never gonna. Oh no, Jacob, right? Jacob, yeah. Yeah. Gnome. Gnome! Forever! We're never not doing this. Alright, let's, uh. Let's get into it. Okay, immediately opening fire with your many horrific weapons. Um, the, the space you're in becomes filled with turbulence, like uh, radiation waves, kind of like solar eddies. Gravitational waves. Gravitational distortions. Your sensors start getting jammed up. Um... And yeah, the Alcanor uh, basically like lodges itself free and just starts drifting. Your all your proximity alerts are going off. Oh crap! That's uh, yeah. So yeah. excuse me. Well, yep. Who's on the gunner seats? 
Yeah, oh, that would be is where that the gunner mega seat, blaster. Mega blaster. Describe mega blaster. Mega mega blaster is a minicon sized. Uh, so absolutely uh, minicons in this game. <laughs> yes, uh, and has a very high pitched voice, but speaks in the most like like like. I have become death destroyer of worlds. Yeah, I'm not doing my voice. Yeah, I'll, I'll don't worry. I, I'll give you a break from. That's much much. He's gonna be like. If my heart were a cannon, I would shoot it upon thee. I'm gonna be all like, hell yeah, we're gonna shoot this alien down. Calm and smooth. So just thinking, like, oh, normal Transformers size, you know, gun things, and a couple booster seats, and then... then yeah, exactly. And, a couple like, boosters. And, like, firing, like, the most ridiculously oversized weaponry in the history. So it's like, you know, Beast Wars in the Ark and so on. It is literally Beast Wars in the Ark. Minicons would be the size of Maximals and Predacons. And, yeah. has, and has, like, a bunch... A little bit smaller, actually. Yeah. And Mega Blaster has a bunch, as, like, a Death Head helmet, and, like, a bunch of, of like, fruit salad, like, pointless metals that are just... So what's more important? Kibble. Yeah. Oh, you're like, you're trying to say the word kibble, which means garbage for your alt form. And you're like, it's kibble, it's food, it's a fruit salad, it's what rabbits eat. <laughs> it's a dog food. I love that, it's though. Like, dog world. You can see the linguistic drift that happened. Where it's like, he's covered in fruit salad. <laughs> it hides his alt form. It's and a ghillie suit. What the fuck is happening? Am I having a strong... <laughs> <laughs> no cronk, no strong. <laughs> All right, so immediately smaller vessels start swarming around you, um, and yeah, they look like they're—they are sized for the aliens on that planet. They're organic. They're made of meat. They come out of nowhere. They come out of small holes in space. Like uh, they look like space bridges. Ooh. Uh, and yeah, they come out of them and start flying at your ship and around it and are firing weapons at it, not doing a lot of damage. The 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 eight track like all Cybertronian tech has its own overshield, and it's the material it's made out of is you know built for the void of space out of God flesh. Permission to become death destroyer of worlds, Captain. Mission granted. <laughs> yeah. So hits the the fire the missiles, fire Morris missiles. Fire all of the missiles. Select all. Select all. Area, area Use attack. gun on man. <laughs> so rolling with cannon, I guess. Yeah, let and me uh, let me get you up there because I have to keep introducing seconds. Not quite there yet. So those things are happening. You have a lot of disturbance around you. The Alcanor is now just freely floating. Uh, those space bridge holes that look like wormholes in space, like rips in it, open up, and. Uh, Pincers and sort of like crustacean-looking claws start coming out of them to grab onto your ship. Giant enemy crab! It's a crab. What's a crab? <laughs> Whatever it is, it was Rampage's alt. Uh -huh. He wasn't the size of a starship, though. But you know, Cybertron has like rhinos and dolphins and panthers, so you know what they look like, robot-y. Yeah. So you know what they call that's racist. <laughs> uh, so someone makes during a rampage bigger. So we're in the unstoppable cracking set piece. We are, of course, like we always are, in phase one, the lurker below. The crack is going to attack you with its three tentacles and try to wreck you and rip crew members overboard. It's also going to try and hit the ship and destroy it. Okay. So all of the cuts, contextually speaking, are going to be all ripping open your ship, stealing your crew members, and trying to sink you and throw you 
overboard. Yep. So, uh, yeah, holes in space are opening up, and, uh, like, organic, like, chitinous space vessel grappling hooks, they look like, almost. Like, you have them on your ship. They're grapple tubes. These look like they're made of carbon mm. and liquid. Yeah. It's acid. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you guys, essentially, to set the scene, you guys have cuts, so to speak, coming at you and your ship. What are you all up to? Okay, well, uh, Jack Mutt is basically, I mean, he's the muscle of the ship. So, and of course, any chance to fight, uh, to, to prove himself in a fight, so he is going to try and head to the exterior of the ship and organize the uh, people that do the actual fighting. Yeah, easy enough. Not only does your ship uh, respond to you and like hold on to you while you're walking on it, you also probably can magnetize yourself. But the ship will also put out like localized magnetic areas to like keep you down and zoom, drop your stuff. So, okay. Yeah, you get into the lift to go to the top of the shift. Teletran, be prepared for borders, crewman. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tie a tether and head on up with Jackamup. Do you want to end up like Silverbolt? (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting too old for this scrap. Uh, Rover's sitting there. He's piloting the ship. Oh, yeah, you're the pilot. I am the pilot. Yeah, these things are coming at you pretty fast. Yeah, I'm going to get ready to outmaneuver it. Perfect. Captain. Skyway is on the bridge. There's a square of Energon in one hand, her uh, weapon, which is a basically a white lightsaber, in her other hand, and her little you know officer is busy putting out fires. His you know, officer. Yeah. Who is your officer? Name. Punch clock. Punch, punch clock. Yeah, punch clock is punch clock. Your secretary. Yeah, she'll basically run up to a screen, press buttons, turn into her all forms, and then, you know, scoot over to another one. She's a chair, show. right? No, uh, she is the uh, meter maid car. So it's a little oh. meter maid car. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! She's a little police officer when she's a uh... tiny golf cart. <laughs> of you guys are tiny this time around. <laughs> I played the halfling. I kind of had to. No, it's just great. A lot of you guys are tiny. I mean, it could be a size change or something like that. So they're really big and they turn into something really, really small. Mass shifting technology is highly unstable. Don't do it. Perfect. <laughs> just go into some moment. Do the Ant-Man and Thanos. Just off the top of my head, you know, backstory has anyone here fought Megatron? Or has been in a fight with him? Probably. Probably. Yeah, we got two people. Alright. My- yeah, he has mass shifting technology. He's mm-hmm. done it. Back in the day, he also had an alt form that was a handheld weapon that Starscream would use to shoot. And it was... <laughs> it's pretty good. It kills people. Oh, yeah. That, it's no. all of his firepower concentrated into one bolt. In the pre... I mean, in the pre-movie like movie G1 series, that was an ender if your name was... If not, was would have to, have to be Optimus Prime. That was... You were out of the fight. Yeah, but I mean, like, it relies on Starscream to aim. His, his <laughs> aim is 10. It relies on Starscream succeeding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but his aim, was, his aim was 10 on the back of the box. On a little card? I was yeah. going to make up little cards for all the characters in this game when I had time. I mean, could he like, turn into a stationary cannon and aim himself? No, that was Galvatron. Uh, close enough. 
Megatron could be a little gun that humans can wield too, and he actually had his body, when he got a new form, chopped up, melted down, and turned into copies of his gun, sent it to Earth, and sold it to gun nuts and right-wingers who were afraid about aliens taking away their, their safety, and like manipulating them psychically. Like He would psychically whisper to them and get them more paranoid, until one shot an Autobot in the skull, and in response, um, Blue Streak shot that human on camera. I forgot about oh. that. Jeez. Yeah, he basically would rile up. He did the he did the Decepticon thing and got right wingers and reactionaries afraid and isolationist and xenophobic until they did something and forced the Autobot to respond in emotion. The Decepticon thing. No, 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 no. It's their it's basically their mo for any planet they conquer. It's funny because you're like, oh yeah, they you know interact with right wingers and extremists and like specifically Earth centered stuff. That's the thing that. Decepticon. They do it on every planet. It's called the six-phase, uh, it's like the six-phase conquering thing. <laughs> for strip-mining the world. Yeah. Skyway has Luxon. No He's a bean gun, so they probably got into a shooting fight. At one yeah. point. <laughs> don't get shot by Megatron. Most yeah. people don't get back up. <laughs> Alright. So, you guys have a binding tentacle, which is going to try and hold your vessel in place and make escape impossible. Uh, it'll eventually like start rending the ship apart. There's grasping tendrils that are going to smash their way into the ship and start trying to pull people out of it and off the, 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 the surface. And smashing tentacles that are going to start crushing people and breaking <laughs> vital systems. Neat. It's all up to you guys, and if you guys pause and don't know what to do, that means my cut comes through. Okay, so okay. I, I think the, um, the, the tentacles that are coming at, right at the, uh, the ship, mm -hmm. I think those are a very, very big... An obvious threat. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to. Uh, these things are already on the ship and trying to tear their way in. Yeah. So Jack Mup's gonna, you know, head towards the top speed, turn on the claws, and he's going to basically drag the thing across the hull so that it can't actually dig into it. All right. Uh, so this sounds like you're going to overcome the cut. Oh, we're at that point. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Because these are cuts coming to the ship. Sounds good. That would be a 10. Ah, you do it. So yes, you dig your claws into what? Binding, grasping, or smashing? Uh, they're uh, grasping. Okay, yeah, you dig into one of these large chitinous kind of appendages or uh, pseudopods, and start to rip it away from the vessel, uh, you know, on your own, with like crew members helping and providing cover fire. I would like to activate a move. Sure. Who's a tough guy now, tough guy? So, uh, I get to sting like a bee. Okay, I don't know what that does. Uh, well, uh, it means, so I can't, they don't have anything small I can steal from them. I don't think, uh... Cool, some minicons. Uh, they could, uh, get them talking, ask a question from the Speak Softly list, but no, what I'm gonna, they're going to chase me around, oh no, actually, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> uh, let's go I with... Chase I can ask a question from Look Closely. Sure. Uh, are there any uh, uh, are there any hidden dangers that are that, that, that we're missing here from this? Yes. Uh, this claws you're pulling at it has a Decepticon brand burned into it. Ah, uh, Captain! Yes. These things have Decepticon brands. The giant tentacle things. Call outside it. eating the ship with Decepticons. Hmm. Perhaps it assimilated them. What a tragedy. Uh, Kill then, the rest. <laughs> I'd also like to activate... Oh, that's overcome. Never mind. 
I mean, okay. okay. Swing the spotlight as you as like you two basically have that exchange. It's like, all right, this is a Decepticon thing. Who wants to go next? I'll use ship engines to try and outmaneuver it from like actually getting a hold of us. So go just for it. rotating and moving the ship. Engines strong. We got zero for our engines, so here we go. You're not the fastest. Oh, that's not good. How much did you roll? Four. Ooh. That's a cut. That's not good. Alright, so you took care of the grass for you were saying? Yeah. Bad good, 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 Alright, where are we? So that was the grasper. That's fine. Okay, so the tentacle you were trying to outrun was the binding tentacle. And uh, it's basically, it looks like a large kind of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for for squids or octopi? Arthropod? Cephalopod. Yeah. Cephalopod. Cephalopod. A cephalopodic grasper wraps around your vessel and starts pulling it towards the Alcador, and it starts, like, coiling itself. Um, you can no longer escape with the binding tentacle on you. That's impossible. Uh, and if you don't do anything about this tentacle for a while, it's going to start damaging your engines. Okay. Uh, Captain, uh, we don't have the maneuverability to get out of this, so... We're going to send people onto the hull to take care of this new issue. Okay. And there's one more coming out. So, yeah, you're you're trying to maneuver and, like, overclock me and just stop from reeling you in. Yep. Who goes next? I'm going to... There's one more cut coming, right? Yep. Smash it. Yeah. It's going to rip open your hull. Overcome that. How are you going to do it? Uh, so this one is big and bulky. It looks like it's covered in, like, chitin and plating, like those little fuckers. Uh, that you've been seeing around, yeah, uh, just on a macro scale, an interstellar scale, and yeah, it, it, that thing looks dense enough that it can like or, uh, tear its way into the hall. I have a um, large girder that I use as a walking stick. Sure. Um, and I am just gonna lift it up, wind back, and smash the tentacle away. All right. Give me an overcome. Just try to knock this one into the outfield. Oh, no. No. How much did you roll? Very, very much no. <laughs> All right. That would be snake. Snake eyes. All right. Well, you're in the way, which means you're taking damage. If you weren't in the way, the ship would have taken damage. So it comes down as you try to spin, and it just crushes you into the hull. Like uh, like, uh, like uh, those um, coconut crabs. They, like, breaking open coconuts by dropping onto them. Mm-hmm. So, what did you damage? I damaged Grace. Alright, yeah, you're smashed up against the hull. Teletran starts giving you alerts in your HUD. Alert, structural damage detected. Alert, structural damage detected. Yeah, we're going through this again. Why aren't we firing the guns? I love Why aren't we? That's an excellent <laughs> question. Alright. blaster. I'm going to uh, spin the spotlight over to... The boss. You're getting comms. Okay. Who, who's is anyone working at the communications terminal? Um, I don't like think there is. Anyone, does anyone have that job? I don't think there's comms. Yeah, here. comms isn't. All right, well, one of the auto Officer, officers maybe. is like, Captain, we're being hailed. Mm-hmm. On screen. Uh, there's a figure on screen, but he's much too close, so you can't really make him out. You get kind of like the chin and upper torso, and a large Decepticon symbol that's glowing. Yeah, well, that's an intro. This is Skyway of the uh, of the eight track. 
Surrender your vessel now, and you may be spared. Hmm. And like he's gesticulating and talking, but he's he's not looking at the camera. Oh, no. oh. This is will be your moment of reckoning, Autobot scum. Your camera's a little out of alignment there. What? Your camera. It's out of alignment. <laughs> Push it up a bit. There's like shifting in the background as it pushes back. And um, so this guy looks like a nightmare. Cybertronian leader class, leader sized. Um, his Cybertronian, like his, he, he's in his normal mode. Um, there's clearly like damage and battle weathering all over him. Like parts of him have been melted and turned liquid, like from high heat or acid. Um, he has a pointed face. He has a black and yellow coloration pattern to him and stripes all over with this Decepticon symbol that kind of pulses yellow with a yellow light. But on the back of him, there's like organic material draped over like he's wearing a skin suit. Uh, and yeah, there's like oozing parts coming from where the metal's interfacing with the organic bits. And there's like arms that are like there's like extra arms as kibble just hanging off of like the, the back shoulder plates. Is that was Predator? You appear to have been compromised by the entity in this in this uh, solar system. If you surrender, we can get you the help you desperately need. The only help I will need is an accountant to take care of all of the treasure I'll be having after we pirate your vessel. Another glorious step towards my inevitable conquest and my victory over you Autobot scum. Surrender your your puny ark, Prime, and give me my satisfaction. You'll have to earn that, as we all do. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a battle to win. One of his arms does have, like, a large cannon that's, like, yellow, and, like, glowing with yellow, like, plasma. I'll deal with you when I have the time. You'll deal with me when your reckoning comes to the Maker! Yes. That will be after we deal with you live and off-screen. Alright, so that's a setup now. You got this guy in play. So that's Waspinator or Waspinator. Oh boy. He was your sized last time. You yeah, yeah. He was scout class. Yeah. And my character actually felt bad, really bad for him because his background is actually really fucking tragic. Yeah, this is a different Waspinator. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> you don't have to feel bad. But that's one. He did used to talk like that though. <laughs> Beast Wars Waspinator. He used to talk exactly like that. Like now. Now he's just loony. So this isn't the one who is like who was like act who was like, oh, I think that guy might must be the traitor. So let's throw him in the mine prison. Nah, no, no, uh, shit. <laughs> I don't think she even like logs off. She just kind of moves that screen out of the way because we're busy. Mute. <laughs> if we want to take down these tentacles, we're gonna have to coordinate. You keep them busy. I'm gonna look for weaknesses. I'll call out a spot to you. You hit it down. Uh. Yeah, okay, or I could just do this. Uh, As you guys are talking, by the way, things are landing on uh, the 8-track, and, like, those creatures are coming out with, like, weaponry and stuff. They're small and puny. <sighs> Mostly ignore those ones, because they can't possibly do enough damage. They are small enough to, to go between, like, uh, you know, vents and stuff in the ship. You'll be, have an infestation, and then when those people will be tempted to you, they might be boarded. So oh, no, just like the Lost in Space 1998 movie. Just like Alien. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> okay, Boomer. Alright, so... <laughs> you can't say it with the hard R, that's wrong. Wow. <laughs> ah. 
So, uh, we need to get an advantage on someone needs to finish. Yeah, I'll, that's I'll, what I'm, I'm trying to say. Yeah, that, uh, that's, what I'm, that's what I'd like to do. <laughs> more time. Like, excuse me, guys. Somebody said it here. Yeah, so. Jack him up is going to grab one of these tentacle things that are trying to go into the hull. Uh, yeah, with the the grab the binder is like trying to wrench your ship apart, and the graspers are trying to uh, burrow in like with piercing tips and like start pulling people out. Yeah, the one that's getting Cybertronian crew seems to be the one that's. So okay. that's what Jackmup's gonna head to that one, and he is going to clamp the thing down while he like uh, ties it so that it can't, uh, so that he's like trying to grasp the thing uh, hard enough so that it ruptures. Okay, it's only made of meat. What you doing? Uh, I'm going to uh, what do they call that move? Uh, hold them off. So overcome. Oh no! Overcome is avoiding damage. You're gonna keep it busy. Keep it busy. That's one. There you go. And that would be a seven, eight, nine. Okay. On a nine minus, they'll retaliate against you when your time is up. So you have this thing occupied. Uh, I'd like to activate a move. All right. Actually, two of them. All right. Ooh. Uh, so the first one I'm going to activate is uh... yeah. There we go. Uh, I can ask a question from the most clo- most closely listed. What do you want to know? Um, where actually are the Decepticons? Because they're clearly is there like a there are no Decepticons except Lost. Okay, so and he's in the center of the ship, probably. Okay, so, all right. And then I'm going to use hold them back. So because I got those giant pin, pinion arms, yep. uh, I can grab them when I keep them busy. Uh, oh. I, so I can, uh, in addition to getting advantage from that, I can do a bunch of different things. What I'm going to do is slam them into the, uh, into the ship repeatedly, because this is not the one that's tearing into it, and just try and wreck it, doing one point of damage. Okay, it's destroyed. There you go. You've damaged the stat for the uh, for the grasping tentacle. So yeah, you kill it. Like it just hovers in space, broken, vestigial. All right, who's next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I can uh, start. So uh, with the whole ship starts shaking up and whatever, the invite decides. Okay, like he starts floating off from his station so he doesn't interfere and starts. Um, uh, going through all the ship comms, whatever, try to pinpoint everything so I can look closely, set up, you know, as for targeting the actual cannons. <laughs> of the ship. We have so many guns and nobody's using them! So many guns and no one's using them. Huzzah, that's a 10. There you go. Alright, oh, you get your targeting information fed to the uh, to the gunnery. Yeah. So, who wants to be. Fire. So, kids. Shall we just roll for the so, gunnery? Well, first of all, we have so many things we can use with the guns. We want to make oh, it area. We want to do so many things with our guns. Yes. God. We want to do area. Do we want to do burning or piercing? All of the above. Burning, I think probably. burning and area sound like good things to piercing. Let's choose the stat. Yeah. But won't and last for the scene. Die in one. Oh, yeah, last for the scene. And yeah. Piercing. So, Obviously, this is just more than those tentacles. The, yeah. The. Uh, uh, yeah, Mega Blaster will uh, will engage whatever mode mode you select. But given that we have multiple things, area, area and piercing. Why not both? Sure, you can do that. All right, load it in and then fire. There we go. From hell's heart, I stab at thee. 
That would be a seven, eight, nine. What, did you add three for the cannons? Oh, never mind, ten. <laughs> I just nine, nine, nine three. Plus Your three. cannon stats plus three. It's ridiculously <laughs> high character creation. I love it. See, that's when, you know, everybody's forgetting about the stuff. Okay, so the side of the ship, all of your gun ports blow open, and the cannons come out and charge, and you fire at everything. All these tentacles explode. Yep. That's what I like to see. Yeah, they're all gone now, because they're... And a lot of those little ships, too. I will not be denied! And uh, there's a ripple in space around you as space tears open. They weren't coming from portals to attack you. You're inside the Leviathan. The interior is, has chameleon camouflage. Ooh. It was camouflaging itself to look like space. It just kept its mouth open when he flew inside. Oh. So, yeah, there's this whole organic meat wall you're in. Uh, with, like, yeah, those grass tentacles coming from the inside trying to grab you. There are larger vessels inside this Leviathan held on by those graspers that are being let go. They're trying to fly towards you. Like, this... this Creature you're inside is a fleet. Who's the navigator? I'm the navigator. She's gonna <laughs> calm you. Yes, Captain? What the scrap? Well, seems like some sort of. Some bio- kind of. <laughs> carbon based <laughs> cloaking device. You flew us into its mouth. Well, we can probably blow ourselves away out. We probably probably blow ourselves away. <laughs> that too. Alright. So, uh, I don't think I've ever been inside a giant, giant space device. Is that on your long, illustrious career? Wee you, wee you. <laughs> Waving his little arms in the air. So, we're no longer attached, correct? No, you are no longer attached. All Perfect. the steps are done, and we move to phase two. Chicha. Phase two the Kraken appears, it rises out of the sea. And reveals itself. <laughs> Those tentacles are back, and anyone who was lost overboard is now hanging onto the jetsam and flotsam in space around uh, your ship. Nobody. Not some of your crew members. Um, the faces. <laughs> yeah. So basically, in this phase, you have to hit its uh, weak, glowing weak point uh, to you know take it out. But it's moving around; it can't be hit with ranged weaponry because it's too fast and armored. So you'll have to blow away its defenses and get close enough to murder it. Okay. Uh, so its hub is a large uh, kind of cyst that has lots of fold of meat and chitinous armor going over top of it. Uh, it looks like a sort of hub with lots of veins and nerve endings attached to it. And you can clearly see someone <coughs> scorched a Decepticon symbol into the carapace. Damn. If I was a betting man for where Waspinator is... Um... I'm going to maneuver us closer so that we can attack where we want to attack. Do you want to position us closer or do you want to ram it? <laughs> that is a move you have. I mean, yes. Captain? <laughs> I mean, the look on his face. <laughs> we have so many guns. Is that, is that a ramming command, Captain? No, we have guns. You might as well use them. Okay, I'm going to position us so we can broadside the hell out of this thing. Yeah. Okay. Ramming's more of a season three. Are game. you? I don't like this dice yeah, roller. This, this tray is I believe the tray out. is cursed. What'd you get? That's a two? Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that tray, we're going to burn cuts, that tray. Hard cuts. 
I mean, they'll have to take talk. Peter's tray. Oh, they don't have to, but they will. He doesn't use his tray anyways. He rolls on his no, laptop. We'll just roll on this. He uses a computer. You're a computer, Peter. You can have the cursed Ooh. tray, Peter. Okay. Uh, yeah, so as you guys are flying to flying at it, one of those tentacles lets go of a ship, which gets loose and is now hanging towards you, and it beelines towards you and damages your ship's engines. Roll no, damages ride. your weapons. Oh, no. So yeah, it hits the central uh, like fusion reactor on top of the the eight track, and it shorts out your engine systems. Our engines are our yeah your gun, gun systems. Gun Sorry, systems. I'm getting okay. slurry. Yeah, Captain, uh, it's been an honor serving you. <laughs> Starts and you start hearing playing the violin for the weapons. Bay. I mean, it's still you can still fire it. Just it's we don't have plus six. Oh, okay. Three oh. six, take the lowest, jackass, Jack. But oh, I mean, we do have an engineer that can try fixing something. True. That's right, Prime! I know all your weaknesses! There are you... many more weaknesses for you to find. I, I mean... Your reckoning is at hand! <laughs> that came out the way you intended. What? Uh, so you know those little creatures swarming your ship? Mm -hmm. There are larger ones now. They're about your size, and they're heavily armored, like walking oh. crabs. Does the ship count as a companion? No, okay. it's not a thing. Okay. So well, what, what was that, that we were discussing about ramming? Uh, well, I can do it, Captain, if you if you need, but don't recommend it. All right, what about our engineer? Can you fix that? Uh, we have things to fix it. Yeah. Actually, I don't think you can yeah. uh, fix the shit in the middle. Yeah, yeah you can jerry rig it, I think, in the middle of combat. I mean, like, if the, if well, the ship becomes inoperable. Excuse me. I thought we specifically <coughs> took a thing to fix the ship. <coughs> uh, repair Bay gives us a bunch of free repairs, but you generally can't use them in the middle of the fight. Mm. Can't you? I don't know. That's like source of numbers, man. See, if only someone was inspired by that thing. <laughs> the dwarf made tay tay. Tag doesn't apply to our ship stuff. No. That would be amazing. Right? <laughs> anyway, you're gonna try and ram it? No. Well, Captain's orders. Can we fix the ship? Or can we fix the guns? I don't see any move for fixing stuff. <laughs> we have an engineer, but we can't fix things. Let's see. We're gonna die, man! Because, uh, technically, I think could roll overcome with hull for, like, avoiding the damage, but it's been a hard cut, so no. I use royal treatment. You know who are so note place. to self, next time around, guys, next upgrade, consider getting armor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, blah, blah. When the ship becomes inoperable, the engineer can roll plus hull to stay operational anyway. Yeah. I mean, we could still fire... Do we yeah. get our plus three? We yes. still get the plus yeah, three. Yeah, just roll with despair. Three to six, take the lowest. Yeah, but we still get plus three, so we still have yeah. decent odds. Yeah. Yeah. You can't roll worse than us two over here. I mean, <laughs> you say that. Yeah, it's worth trying. Man, you try to finish them with, uh, by ramming. You just have to create advantage. Well, that's plus hole, yeah. Okay, let's aim for something. Um... So describe it again. It's a large central, like like brainstem, basically. Like it's 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 a nerve cluster that seems to be where waspinators are working from. Well, yeah, but because well, we range the weaponry. No, that's no problem. What, what if we blow a hole through it with our cannons and then ram it? That gives us the over. 
can, or someone can jump at it. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> so. Is no one paying any attention to me right now? I mean, you're on the, probably on the outside, so no. I can keep it busy if I launch myself over there, though. If I, I have to be a melee range to keep it busy, and I roll at a plus ten, and oh, I wow. do that. Yeah. So, I so if it's one on one. Yeah. If no one is paying any attention to me, I would like to use a move. I'm going to use the little folk. Okay. Uh, I am going to, you know, I'm good friends with the ship's gunner. Yeah, yes. he's your companion. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just basically going to be uh, uh, grabbing a, uh, uh, just flying off into really close by, lock my, uh, my hook to the uh, ship, and manually carry over a torpedo. Alright, so what's this uh, you're going to try and set? Uh, so I'm doing the little folk. When I do something clever or, or sneaky while no one's paying attention to you, roll plus courage. Uh, that would be an 11. Okay. Uh, everyone knows you... Uh, nobody knows it notices it right away. And no one's going to figure, uh, figure it out. This is not actually his intention. It's just kind of funny that he's seeking fame and like no one is going to... know that you did this. Alright, you get over to the nerve center and you're able to plant a torpedo. Yep. And then bounce back because right. those big things are like tearing into the eight tracks hall. They're starting to like peel open plates. So a decisive shot. Yep. Ooh. Aim ink. I will look closely to aim for a gunner. That's a five, six, so no. Did what were you doing? Uh, looking closely. You're trying to like set up a shot basically? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. One of those things lands on the uh, the the like the bridge and uh, backhand its way through the bridge shield. Okay. So your atmosphere vents. All right. Um, yeah. The officer is just gonna tether herself down and keep doing what she's doing. Some of your crew members go overboard. Okay. Ah. Oh. Okay. Woo! So we damage our crew. Yeah. So we're at zero to four. Yeah, you keep um, busy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna deal with this. So yeah, she's gonna kind of click her sword, goes to double bladed, and she's gonna keep this thing busy. Okay. Yeah, it has very hard, heavy hardened chitin, and the Decepticon symbol that looks like it's been burned into its carapace, and it's like putting up like boxing gloves, basically, and like trying to push you back as you're keeping it busy to get you to a corner. Okay. She's gonna split that into two swords and uh, yeah, get get fancy. Yeah. All right, swing in the spotlight. Who's next? Uh, uh, I'm going to come up behind the one that is being kept busy, and I'm going to knock it senseless. All right, do it. How? What are you doing? What is, what is your I'm plan? hitting it with a girder. So you're going to try and finish it? Yeah. Does your keeping it busy, it gives you advantage, right? Because you're permanently uh, keeping it busy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, changing the... Uh, how to work, changing the how to work. Uh, that's <laughs> seven, eight, nine. Okay, uh, finish them. You do. You can damage one of its stats. It has uh, heavily armored and um, hive mind. Probably heavy armor takes the first damage, right? What they do? Uh, heavily armored is. Well, I don't actually. I don't have piercing, so I don't pick. So. Oh, all right. Yeah, heavily armored. Then I'll pick. <clears throat> All right, yeah, you break open its crab uh, carapace and, like, gore and stuff sprays out. Acid. No, Molecular no. acid. Oh, Wipe no. that off. Ooh, yeah, you know what? That's all, dude, to punish you for doing good. 
Uh, someone has to take a soft cut or a damage coming to them. I'll take it. Alright. Only when you destroy that stat, though, so it's not all the time. Alright, you get sprayed with acid. Okay. I just take a damage point? Yep. Just okay. choose a stat. Okay. Grace. Um... Yeah, it's screeching. Uh, as you... As the acid goes over you and damages your body, uh, Screamo uh, comes running around. Wee wee wee! And then just like shines like a red beam over your body and heals that damage away. Ooh. I imagine it looks like awesome. like a three like D grid, like old yeah. like eighty style, like over you, like it highlights your body, like with yeah. a scaffold basically, like. So we're like wireframe. Wireframe. That's the word I'm looking for. Like a wireframe red grid, and it starts repairing. Yeah, I think like. Will it have like in the movie or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like in the movie where Megatron's reformatted to Galvatron in the sweeps. Yep. To this day, they don't know which Insecticon became which sweep. No. They just don't know. Doesn't matter. None of this matters. Alright, mm-hmm. uh, so that was success. I'm going to swing to someone else. I'll shoot this thing as the captain's keeping it busy. Oh. No. Uh, no, the man is gone. It's no longer being kept busy by the captain. Yeah. No. So okay. you gotta set cease being one on one. It cease being one on one when uh, someone took a when three of you took. Um. Okay. Then I am as this thing's like looking around to who to fight, getting freshly healed from the wee, wee. little siren guy. What's his name again? Screamo. Screamo. That's yeah. <laughs> getting freshly healed from Screamo. I'm gonna pat him on the head. And like, just turn around, pointing all my like firepower at this thing, and being like, "Get the scrap out of our sick entire ship!" Ah, and I'm just gonna like go to grab it and try and huck it back out the window. All right. Um, that sounds like keeping them busy. Yeah. Plus courage. Plus courage. Just keeping them busy. Plus courage. You can also try get away with grace if you want to try and like physically pull it out of the ship. No, no, my grace is very bad. I want to do courage. Okay. So plus one. Uh, that'll be a ten. Yeah. Perfect. All right, yeah, you're in grappling with it and keeping it off balance. Okay. All right. Uh, this is being a good, good time, I think. Yeah, what are you doing? So I'm going to calm up the Decepticons. I, I don't know, it's Waspinator. You do. You oh, heard it. Oh, okay, never mind, yeah. Waspinator, I got a special message from Skyway for you. Who dares? Jack-em-up says, hello. And he fires the uh, 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 slingshot to finish him by hitting, uh, uh, shooting the missile. Do it. Uh, that would be a seven, annoyingly, which is, I think, well, that is good enough. You have to damage it. Yep. Yep. All right, so that nucleus blows. Um, yeah, I'm going to set up something now. Uh, so as you're seeing the explosion happen, you guys can see it from back there. A figure uh, comes out of the explosion and uh, is going to land onto you. Leaving so soon, you only just said hello. <laughs> Priming his cannon. Mom. <laughs> so yeah, you're now a melee with Waspinator. Oh, that sounds good. I'll uh, I'll put, leave you in that danger to stew about that. Um, as he says that and lands charge, 
he, you can hear his T-cog shift and his alternator kick in, and all that organic material cl clamps up over him, and he looks like a much larger, angrier, six-armed, carapaced creature with various, like, cerebral tubes and organic machine guns built into him. Like a, like a hive tyrant. Like a tyrannid hive tyrant. Because <laughs> that's what his alt form is. No. Still has a deceptive symbol around the chest piece. If it was a toy, that would stay the same in the form using one that could peeled open. Yeah. Gotta think of how to market it. Right? Alright, swing it around to someone else. So yeah. I do have to point out that you've destroyed the eye stat, which is great. Um, oh, and because you've done that, something just triggers. Um, space returns as that chameleon cloak kicks back in. So now you can't see where anything's coming from. No, no. Wildly. <laughs> and another ten, and that tentacle is going to, sooner or later, start smashing up your ship again. So, all you guys with the Carnifex, because that's what it is. <clears throat> Who wants to take care of this thing? Well, I'm currently holding it, so I don't know if that means I can or not. But... I'll smack it again. Do Go it. for it. Do it! Well, you finish them with. Uh, I'm going to knock it senseless, so I'm finishing it with sets. There you go. Yeah, my uh, highest stat is Wisdom, so if I try to finish them, it's forging a bond. I don't know if that works with a hive mind monster. <laughs> uh, eight. Damage. There you go. You kill it. KO. Yeah, like, you hit it with another girder. Yeah, you bash it to death. <clears throat> it ceases to be alive. Alright, who's next? That tension's out there, right? And you said it's gonna start reactivating soon? Oh yeah, it's gonna start wrecking your ship again. I'm gonna fly out there and keep it busy. Alright, and you just do that automatically, right? Yep, 10 plus. Okay, so you're just like, needling at it? Yeah. That's what it's like. Um... It is. While you keep that busy, I'm going to try and finish it. I have my gun, which is a ranged weapon. I have three ammo, so I can use that. And then I get one of my spells from my items. So I can either double its effect, I can add area, I can add dangerous, or I can add piercing or trap. What do you guys think would be best? Piercing? No, wait, it only has one stat, doesn't it? Probably. These are set stats. So not area. Okay. Not area. Not dangerous. Not dangerous. Which is just area, but spicy. <laughs> um, uh, so. I don't know if it's worth a few to use okay. Then, yeah, I'll save it. I'm Let's just going to shoot it regularly then. Shoot her. Shoot at it. Shoot her. Okay, going to try and finish it. And I'm finishing with disabling or knocking out, so it adds sense. Yep. So that's five, six, seven, eight. Damage. Eight. All right, and that was the tentacle. Yeah. Yeah. You you like tear it apart. It is no longer functional. Perfect. Okay. And that was eight, seven plus. Yeah. That was yeah. That was an eight. All right. You two together have tear, torn out that tentacle. Um. What's next, guys? What's the last stat it has is the briny depths. You have to basically destroy its ability to submerge. Oh, I could yeah. depth charge. You want to do a cut? A cut to the uh, to the, the fight that's going on. The oh yeah, there's still you 
Oh, maker. yeah, let's come back to Waspinator, who's his own dude here. <laughs> okay, yeah, so they're on the surface of the top of the ship. So, uh, yeah, Waspinator in his alt form, which I linked in there so you guys can see if you've forgotten. Uh, yeah, just approaches and is going, he's going to start carving into you. It's been too long since I've tasted since I've tasted Autobot fluid on my weapons. Uh, yeah, you're looking a little bit uh, you look a little, a little bit buggy, more buggy than usual there, Waspinata. My power is my power is supreme here. You left you your kind left me to die on that vessel, and I made myself perfect. Well, uh, let's try that again. Why don't you just hang out somewhere else? I'm going to try and do a, a quickly form into crane mode mm -hmm. and lock onto him and slam him around uh, all the way around. So pay a price. Oh yeah, he's one he's of these threats to the world. He's a threat to the world. To the world. He's a boss. Pay a price. And right. It has to make sense. <laughs> How about some food? <laughs> <laughs> we draw wheat grass bog mini bond. Bong? Um, weak, weak grass bong mini bong. <laughs> yeah, let's go for sense. I'll damage my sense. He shoots you a bit. Uh, yeah, this is also kind of a terrible. You got something in my eye. He doesn't shoot me, but like the force of his cannon like blinds out my optics or something. There you go. Wash them out. So flip him around and uh, slam him into the wall, and that would be a 10. And I... He's bigger than me, isn't he? He is bigger than you. Oh, excellent. He's Megatron-sized. So, uh, first off, I'm going to sting like a bee, and I will steal something from him. Sure. Um, let's see... I think he has a... Has he kept track of any Autobots? We can maybe define this later at some point. Sure. Something useful in plots. plots sure. And also, I'm going to hold him back. So you just have him to grapple? Yeah, basically his gun has been completely grabbed by his thing and he's locked onto the hold with me. No, unhand me, worm! Oh yeah, get right on there. Okay. Uh, yeah, alright. Let's pivot away from that to you guys. Well, let's start tracking this thing, see where it went. We're going to look closer because I find this place or this whole Leviathan. But when are we still just inside? I'm going to need you. Oh, you're still inside. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, just like the the meat gets like shift yeah. and move and stuff. So ten plus. All right. Yeah. You're able to kind of like change your sensors. You you scan for thermal signatures. Uh, <laughs> luckily, those carbon-based you know forms can. You lock onto the mineral deposits in their in its skeleton. Aha. Uh -huh. That was a Star Trek. Uh, they did a skeletal lock-on teleport at one point in the episode. It's like, but don't, wouldn't they? And then Jane was like, well, wouldn't that teleport away all their bones? And Milan's like, no, I barely need any of those bones. Or it's like, won't that, won't that teleport away all our bones? And Milan's like, no, no, not our bones. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it seems its skull is that way. All right, you've set up an advantage. So, how's Kumo? Fire the guns. Mega gun? Yeah. Mega blaster. Mega, Mega blaster. Mega blaster is prepared to end the enemy with extreme prejudice. Do you think they could to lowest? Oh, wonderful. There it is. There it is. Uh, that would be a 
plus three. Oh, that would be a seven. Ah. Two lowest plus three. Yep. Seven? Yep. Area and piercing. So, yeah, area piercing and burning. burning. No, so you one. destroy its chameleon camouflage and mortally wound this leviathan. Blowing a hole through its side. Nice. There, open space. Now we can leave if we need to. <laughs> when we choose to. <laughs> Once everything's done. Yeah, on top of the ship, you guys are still locked in Mortal Kombat. Can we see that this is going on? Yeah, if you want, Teletran can show you all a video feed of outside the ship. Sure. Looks okay. awesome. Where does Jack come up? And walk back out with my uh, walking stick. Just meandering over towards where this is going on. Go get him. <clears throat> and I am going to reveal the way. Alright. Give advice. No, I'm talking to, uh... What's his Waspinator. Face? Waspinator. Uh, I think it's best if you stand down before you get hurt so we can fix this infection. I can do this all day otherwise. I'll never submit to Autobot imprisonment. No longer will I be in chains again, oppressor. Fine, that's this roll. Yeah, and I'll pay my price. Yeah, pay your goddamn prices. What did you pay? Uh, eight, ten. So they will do as I say, with hope. Oh, that's a movie got? Yeah. Okay. And for my price... You can damage something of yours. Yeah. Courage, because it took all you got? Sure, let's go with that. Okay. Alright, so you want to stand down? Yeah. I will not submit myself to your imprisonment. In this conflict, I will allow your shipmate to live. <laughs> That's a good one, Chuck. Chuckle bolts. I will be your guest of honor. <laughs> He's going to stand down. He's just not going to let you put a goddamn collar on him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, yeah, so I'm going to use... Uh, He's also looking up at the dying uh, Leviathan, and several of those other vessels that are inside are starting to move towards your ship. They're full of those creatures you guys were just fighting. So you want us to let this guy go, or what? Oh, I think you sucker punch him. Well, I mean, what would be the point in that? I mean, that would be dishonorable, and I'm a valuable... SLAM! <laughs> what are you going to do? Flip him. I'm going to re use release hold him back, so at any point I can re remove the thing to slam him uh, into something hard, like the ship doing a point of damage to them, and we have advantage for the next finish them all. Sure, sure, uh, Yeah, you'll end up damage, uh, roll. There is no roll. There is no roll, good. You Pay take out his, you take so out his, um, it's not even a move, we're already done. Carapace. Okay. Yeah. Like, as you crack and damage him. How many stats does he have? Uh, three. Yo, uh, little yeah, help you, like, you know them. Uh, one is, uh, Decepticon Megalomaniac Experiment. <laughs> one is Carnifex Carapace, and the other one is, I think rolling a 10 plus to take him out wouldn't be the super coolest thing to do this session, so <laughs> this is here to soak that up once. Um, <laughs> so, tough as nails. <laughs> as long as that stat's there, you can't just 10 plus him. You have to take that stat out. Tough as nails. 
I was thinking about on the plus. Like, what would I call it? That's exactly what I'd call it. I didn't think it'd be really cool if we just one shot at them once. So there's stats here, so I'm green ten plus. See, that's something we should uh, like you know recommend to know. Recommend it to know. Yeah. I mean, it, it already exists yeah. in the system. Yeah, I'm, I'm just being you know. very upfront to you. <laughs> so, all right. So uh, let's see. Uh, that wasn't actually a move. That was just me. All right. As long as it wasn't a move, because then you have to pay the fucking price. I'll pay another price. Finish him. And uh, I'm going to use, uh, as he, like, goes to turn his gun towards me. I mean, he was going to stand down because you fucking asked him to, and he was going to leave. Yep. Because you used your move and you got oh, your board. Oh, okay, that's fine then. That's, <laughs> I mean, but but you just immediately said I should sucker punch him. Yeah, so I think we should take him out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not uh, letting a Decepticon walk away. Yeah, I'm all about that. So, move breakers. <laughs> uh, I, am going to, I am going to pay a price, basically, as he turns his gun towards me, because I'm assuming he's a Decepticon. I was going to do, probably do that anyway. Uh, I'm going to shoot. This is stars without numbers, Tyler. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't make any promises to him. I said I think you should stand down before you get hurt. He implied. said you won't put any chains on me, and then we hit him. And I'm gonna. <laughs> Captain, you're fucking irresponsible, Captain Tyler. Because <laughs> my agenda is to like keep yours and all things and punish the liars and oath breakers. <laughs> we didn't lie or break an oath. You're breaking an oath, I'm telling. <laughs> no, no, no. We didn't break an oath. We broke an oath. <laughs> so I will burn a point from my, my point from my slingshot as he fires, aims his cannon, and it uh, is going to uh, knock it away. And then I'm going to run for Nope! Doink! And I'll hit him with the bat in the head. Alright. That would be a 13. Okay, cool. You can only do one point of damage, John. Yeah. You take the stuff away. I wish. No, it's it's just... Oh, good. I'll choose for you to hit his uh, Decepticon Megalomaniac experiment. Okay. <laughs> nah! So yeah. Boop! You bash him in the skull, and he kind of stumbles back. Like his optics and his Tron lines, like, flickering and stuff. He'll, uh, he'll, conf- he'll, he'll alternate out of his alt mode into his uh, normal mode. I'm not going to call it robot mode. That doesn't make sense. He might, he might just decide to stand down as an O. This is not going well, too. He might. He won't. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to serve up a spotlight to you while you guys are dealing with uh, Waspinator. Those ships are getting real close, and there's three of them. And they're full of those things you were fighting on the bridge. Well, let's aim at all of them. advantage and all. You know the gunner on this ship. <laughs> Yeah, but I do have a ranged weapon. And they're big. And yeah. They're not Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is like narrative first thing. Like, sure, you have a gun, but those are yeah. warships. Can your gun handle warships? It's fair. And also, yeah. we've got people outside floating around in space, and we should probably deal oh, with them. Surely one of the bridge crew will save us! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, surely. <laughs> yes? Oh, I just looked at a combo. Never mind. Okay. But we killed like the head one though, right? Oh yeah, this so, this, like, this animal's dying. So now you have a corpse. A small group of them or something like that. Mm. Okay, well, mm. I'm going to look closely to aim on all of them. That's a four or five. Nope. Five? I mean, cross sight. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Those were only decoys. <laughs> Alright. Uh Waspinator after you doink him. Uh, and you're like, you know, you've hit him and you're gonna like move out of range, grabs you by the back of the head uh, in robot mode, primes his cannon, and shoots up, shooting you up away from the ship. Like on the back of a laser. He separates you, and he turns. What was that old bot? 
No, it appears our engineers are out know, Yeah, you are now right overboard. <laughs> when he says that, Screamo comes running behind me. Kilo, kilo. That's DT2. He says, <clears throat> I said, stand down, or you're gonna get hurt. And now you're gonna get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I'm going to use Flash uh, to blind everyone nearby except for me. Uh, and since he's blinded, I believe that gives me advantage. Sure. To try and finish him. Ah, my optics! So pay two prices? Could you use two moves against him? You do a dickhead. Sure. Start <laughs> <laughs> the world! Um, I will say that my... That to fuel... The flash for uh, Screamo, it cost me some of my Energon. Sure. No damage above Screamo, because I don't love him anymore. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, okay. um, so I'm going to do that twice. I'm going to expend two Energon. Alright, blow through your fuel. Yeah, he's stumbling backwards, yelling. Curses. Nope, that's a six. Ah, he starts firing wildly, and um, he's going to damage Screamo. No! Screamo! Which there are rules for, because you're the lantern. Yeah, yeah. so Screamo gets... Um, <laughs> Chatter soft cut. Oh, hard. Uh, I'm hitting you assholes as hard as I can. <laughs> There's no need to be soft. This is the fucking horizon. Yeah, this has been, you know, maybe this month. This is way back. kind of winds and winds down and uh, retracts his arms and then just goes back down into a little light. I hit everyone but the Autobot! <laughs> You're gonna pay for that. <laughs> Fear not, I'll take the price out of your hide! You guys back at the bridge. Okay, um, I think we need to reposition our ship so we do won't shoot through our engineer as we're shooting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in the area. Yeah. Again, he finished by the that is like it obliterates them. You 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 wreck him real good. It's a little corpsey in this rough area. We should. Uh, also, you're killing everyone else. Oh right. Yes. <laughs> so uh, there are hostages. Rover, why don't you reposition us so we can flank those incoming ships? I also probably need some help. I'll reposition us and then Captain go out and help you. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go down there on my hover jet. Right, so I, uh, oh my god. Um, <clears throat> engines, there we go. Repositioning! That'll be a five. Gosh darn. Wait, uh, don't we? No, no, we don't have any bonus yeah. engines. Nope. nope. Our engines are garbage. They're <laughs> hard cut. He, uh, he walks up to you. He picks you up. Join your friends. And just hurls you. Yeah. No. Off the ship. Yeah, you can... Pardon? Breaking the tether, I assume. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the tether rips out of its moor and it just kind of whips behind you in space. Just like Silverbolt. <laughs> it looks like our maneuvers have, you know, jostled in our ambulance. Yeah. You see him tap. You can see from the Teletran feed that he's tapping on his 
like a wristband on a computer and send out a signal to the ships, like they're responding to him and the aliens are getting closer to him. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna hover down there to where he is. And I'm gonna use uh, the advice that I was given earlier about a soft touch to these things. <laughs> so I think I roll with hope with um, Did you already yeah. use that? No, I, he didn't, I didn't. He didn't roll. I wouldn't have even needed to, because uh, anyone who's below me, I can just talk sense to. Oh, uh, you're the air, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how good that playbook is. The air and the squire are like the deadliest playbooks in the game. Uh-huh. So yeah, I want to, uh, you know, talk to him. You arrive on scene? Yeah. What do you guys say? Let's roll play out before we do moves. Yes. So, you can arrive on scene at some time. Look. Waspinator. Prime. My nemesis. She has to, you know, take a moment for herself. Be like, my, you know, I'm your nemesis. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Who are you even? <laughs> I understand we've both been a lot, been through a lot since we left Cybertron, and there would be no point in us locking you away in our ship and keeping you there like an artifact. You will not lock me away, and much has transpired since our war began. You've destroyed our planet with your pointless resistance and refusal to accept the new order. My war will have brought order to this place. It would have brought a solution to the Cybertron's decline. Now I know you're saying a lot of things that you're going to come to regret. (laughs) But for the moment, you need to understand that I understand what you've been through. I understand what the autocracy has done to bots like you. Bots like you. To, bots, uh, like you. Yeah, bots like you. And Trust I understand. I understand that your like actions you. ha- are not entirely your own. Even now, this is an act of panic of you being isolated out here. All right, what are you gonna roll? Uh, talk sense. Talk sense. Yeah. So or you pay yeah. your price. All right, pay your price. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pay. I almost want to say fine drink, but that's not really like a, like handing you it over. You said something like a, a toast to a new start. Bowie yeah. Grana, we nearly you, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Peter was here. <laughs> I have grace plus two. All right, I'm gonna damage my sense. Because the fact that I did immediately start laughing in his face over him calling me, you know, his nemesis. Know that we can work together towards a better future. Cybertron is behind us. This war can be behind us if we work together. Okay, roll. Make your roll. I'll give you my response. Your roll will determine how he responds. Alright, and I think I roll with hope for this. You do, because you got advice from your Jedi doctor. And his giant old robot. Wee-oo, wee-oo! <laughs> so, yeah, it's a 10 plus, by far. Alright. What, what do you roll with? Because Tuxens is... Tuxens? Wisdom. I'm appealing to his emotions or desires. Yeah. So you're asking him to not continue this fight anymore. Yeah. Please, go Just stop. Away. <laughs> Alright, last thing was this war behind us? Yeah. This war will last forever! But, aside of you, Prime, this begging, 
It's unbecoming, and I have no taste in continuing this conflict. Take your garbage scowl of an arc to the furthest corners of this galaxy. Find a new home for your pathetic Autobot. I grow tired of our conflict. And he'll, like, signal to a ship to, like, get close for him to, like, grab onto him as it goes by. One shot. One shot. Can I do it? Can I do it? No. <laughs> All right, is going to withdraw from the fight. <sighs> you ever noticed Wasmere's tazy crazy? Yeah, yeah, that's... All right, I'm just, I don't know if I was subtle. <laughs> well, she was saying, too, is like, I know what the autocracy did to you. Like, he was an experiment, like, obviously, so... Yeah. The Alcan were still out there. It'll be a drift. Like, you can just leave the scene. He's leaving. Yeah. So, uh, let's, uh... <clears throat> Let's, uh, let's change to a different theme, because you have some problems to deal with now. So, yeah, the aliens leave. Well, include those three ships that are coming our way? Yeah, they leave. Okay. Any living aliens left. So you're in a, you're in a giant spaceboard corpse with your crew uh, spread out and your ship down. So floating around in space. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. Can I see this? I can still see the ship. For now, yeah. I'm going to. Just like Silverwolf could still see Cybertron for a while. Why is I'm just creating a know. rainbow bridge of light between me and the ship. Hey. Walk back across it. The bridge power came up. <laughs> Question. Um, if it doesn't like if your light is damaged, it, it can't, can't leave lantern form. But bend light actually doesn't. I, I just command the light to do as I say. I use a spell for my list. Ah, spell. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, shit. It's a space bridge. Yeah, space bridge. Yeah. Like it's Like it's the Bifrost. It's a, I, you know, I understand. So yeah, you, you, and, you and Screamo, I, don't, I think Screamo was still on the ship, whatever. Yeah, Screamo looks down. up, you do your thing, like you, command, you communicate to him, and all of a sudden like a Bifrost like cylinder like covers you and boom, you're on the ship. Did we get him? So, am I anywhere Oh, I'm still space? down there. Oh, God. Oh, wait, you were in space. Yeah. Just going around like in gravity. In a way. In that he's still alive and out like, there. I'd like to try a few things. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, let's see. First off, am I in comm range? Yeah. Uh, yo, Boilermaker! I know the chef. Boilermaker. That would, yeah. He's the, uh, Who is he even? He is the ship's, uh, the ship's cook. What does and he look he is, like? What's his personality? Is, his personality is he is a hipster. He ah. makes fine brews out of the energon. He used to be a. He sounds a, like a dwarven brewmaster to me. Close enough. That sounds like an Ian. Oh, thing. You know, he's, he's, he's a, a halfling cook, but that we don't really eat. So <laughs> yes, you make one batch of candles. Oil and energon. Very nice. Yeah, that that was the equivalent. Oh, so. again, yes. <laughs> he's a halfling cook. <laughs> they were nice candles. Act like a little fucking Boston garbage person who makes booze. <laughs> the ringing of the bell commands. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of flying through space. Uh, the dangerous part's over. Uh, you think you can take the shuttle up here and pick me up before I drift out of range? Yeah, I could do that. Let me uh, finish this pot here first. <laughs> that Boston accent is pitch perfect. i not even going to try it. accent. Not even going to try it. You sound like a real masshole. More people would be willing to play your NPCs if you didn't give them ridiculous accents. <laughs> you can do a New York one instead. This effect can be from any major major. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, no. I'll, fi I'll finish the pot and then I'll be right over. Yeah. If you wanted to do a, like a superior or Oregon style, you know, like hipster, like that. 
okay, I'll get right on but that because that's Oregon. what I wanted just to do. Oregon, specifically. <laughs> Look, just ignore Mark until it's good for us. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, oh, I'm a French Canadian voice. <laughs> yeah, he'll, Boilermaker will make his way slowly through the kitchen, finishing out. Like, you see him stirring some stuff, fiddling with a few odd things oh, here and there. <laughs> like, pours himself a big cup of energon for the road, screws it on, goes, uh, grabs a few extra things. This picture of being like the uh, Voyager kitchen where the windows are there, so you can just see him floating out there further further away. Dude, the now is something he's, like a, he's already looked at, at it like, you're inside of this whale. You can't float that far away from the ship. <laughs> so, yeah, he just slowly, like, screws on this thermos of coffee or energon, and... Starts going to one of the little escape pods to go pick you up and hops in. Yeah. I actually makes, have a shuttle. Doesn't have a yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes his way over in your shuttle, just having his like energon drinking it. Stops beside you. So <clears throat> damage your stats on the shuttle to recover from this or what? Devin. Yes, I'm listening. But what? Does he need to damage some like stat from his shuttle to use that to get back or something? Ah, uh, so lost at sea. Yep. Oh, you lose all of your food and all of your gear except for a single piece of gear of your choosing. Because <laughs> you were exploded out so much and like a drift oh, was so okay. long. Wow, that's okay. It's sure. been five minutes. It's been, it's been five weeks. weeks. It's like as you were well, you had to finish the pot, so it was approximately <laughs> four months before you yeah. actually. You know, also, if you slow away at velocity. Oh. We were inside of a... This thing is huge. Okay. Okay. I can fly. Well, then stop dicking around and go get him. <laughs> but, you know, the cook's already on his way. <laughs> I mean, he didn't closer. Yeah, he didn't ask me, so, you know. Look, you've already done survival montage where you set the scene where you get rescued by talking to the chef. I'm hitting you with the waterlogged uh, threat where you lose most of your gear from the violent uh, decoupling from the ship that just happened. Pick a piece of gear to keep. Welcome to the Kraken set piece. We never get overboard. We've yep. done this three times. No one I mean, ever went overboard. I overboarded last time. Yeah. No one remembers. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow, Devin. And the rescue is, yeah, you, you get brought back. So is your um, scooter thing a uh, part of your gear list, or is it a companion? The What, the... The ship? Companions don't count as gear for the purpose of losing all your gear. Yeah, the ship. Yes. The shuttle is a companion. Ah. Making sure yeah. it's not the gear that you've lost. Yeah, well, you can't lose your weapons or vehicles, by the way. He also couldn't lose his gear because it was over there on the ship. Like, like him getting thrown into space didn't all of a sudden, like, Sonic or Mario hitting a spike <laughs> cause his coin and rings across space and time that he owned to fly away. Yeah. Specifically with the Forge ability. Uh, you can never lose your weapons or vehicles. Oh, or shit! Weapons. That's a dwarven power, ain't it? Yep. yep. That means that if you get your weapon forced by dwarven smiths, it's like Neoner, and you can call them to you. Yep. So you can never lose them. Basically, so yeah, don't worry about losing those. There cool. You go. Uh, else. So I just keep one other thing. Yeah. Get bent. You get those back over time. Anyway, you guys are ha should probably collect your crew before they get lost in space forever. Yeah, that that was another thing about launching me. Launching me. I assume as he like picks you up, Boilermaker's just like, I guess you want me to go and get the others too. 
Uh, yeah, if you would mind. Kind of, as he's like, Can as I? you're getting in there, he looks at his thermos full of coffee, and he looks at his cup, and he, oh I got enough, fine. <laughs> Keeps going, picking up the rest of the crew. Skyway's going to just walk out there with a big butterfly net, because <laughs> you can fly again. Just scoop, scoop, scoop. I'm assuming that's what we'd have something similar to, which is something to gather, you know, a lost crew. Oh my god, Peter just posted a picture of Neelix as the chef, and now if I ever play this character... Uh. Yeah! <laughs> Plenty of corpses in the brig, Captain! We could grind uh, them oh, John! I've ruined the ship with my Arturian cheese mug. Souffle. He did that twice. <laughs> no! I didn't trust he, him the airlock the first time. He infected the ship with an irrevocable mm. disease twice. One of the times the disease turned into a giant macro parasite, and it was a scene from Alien. Like, Jane even had to take off her shirt and, like, strip down, like, uh, like Ripley and, like, you know, fight with a flamethrower. My favorite captain. She's great. Kate Is that why you're Skyway? Yes, actually. It's my way. Nice. There's the right way <laughs> the and the wrong, sky way. The wrong way and the sky way. Isn't that uh, just like the wrong way? Yes, but meaner. <laughs> okay, but yeah, you guys, the crew, the ship, what are you up to? Um, Literally gathering people from outside. The yeah. Repairing the bridge damage. Wow, that was terrible. Did I mean, we else? can't repair it. We don't have the engineer. <laughs> He's the jettisoned. Did anyone else get damaged? Yeah, I can heal you if you can't heal yourself. I can heal myself. Okay. I never fucking asked me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess Whoa! <laughs> my grace is damaged. I mean, uh, we could just have some, you know, fill our bellies. Well, so I could have, except for the fact that literally everything I was, I was someone could share some food space. with you. She has mild sensory damage. Sense damage. Whichever. But if we're gonna fill our bellies, then yeah, if we're gonna fill our bellies, that works. I'm gonna use a healing kit on myself. You know. When you don't feel about to get a spare heal for someone. Alright, because we share. Yes. Sharing is caring for the wounded. Alright, well, talk amongst yourselves while you're in the ship. Mm. Don't worry about managing the stat stuff. We're at the end mm -hmm. of the session. Um, I can't believe you let him get away. Yeah. There were more pressing matters at mind. Like him falling into space. Everyone else falling into space. The uh, fate of everyone on that planet. The other Decepticons that are probably out there. Letting one go for this time. Showing mercy just once. Isn't going to harm anything. Is Alcanor still there? The Alcanor is still there. Well, I go see what's left in, of yeah. the... Scavenge it. See if there's any Autobots remaining. There may be others in... in um, stasis. Stasis, that's the word, yes. Oh, yeah! Um, uh, <clears throat> Hey, look what I I found this. Uh, there's one thing I managed to get. It's a I think it's one like a like a minicon PDA. Yeah, like his data, like a data pad or something. Yeah, like a data pad. It's a minicon. That's the septicon. Oh. That's the you. Yeah, one of my uh, one of my my diagnostics uh, uh, my diagnostics units uh, ripped this off. Wasp data. Oh, interesting. It looked important. Just gonna plug that in. Virus. <laughs> I'm assuming you're going to salvage stuff from the Alcador? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you're able to get like salvage material in your cargo bay, so I'm going to write that down. It's just a thing. Um, that data device is a uh, is a uh, processing module from the Alcador that Wasp was using as a personal computing device. Hmm. 
Do we know if there's any? Because we picked up a bunch of these leviathans on the long range scan. The other ones are generations away. This one was ahead oh, okay. because um, it got into a fight with the Alcamar. Oh, okay. So there are still a bunch of these things coming. Yeah, but they're a long time. Yeah, yeah. I just. I didn't know if it was like messing with our scanners and it was only one of them, or if there is actually more of them coming. Yeah, they're, they're much further back. Oh, okay. This one was the threat that they were anticipating. Hmm. So yeah, Waffleer's data module is fairly straightforward. It, you know, it has the crew list that you guys had that was partially incomplete. They list Rampage. In this, he's listed as Protoform X. You know, a few others. Uh, Depth Charge was the captain, along with a complement of Autobot elite soldiers, uh, including someone from the Tyrus Accord, which is just one of the, the Magnuses. Um, other than that, there's limited crew files, including Waspinators. Anything of interest there? What do you want to know about him? Anything that's happened while he was imprisoned here that seems out of the ordinary? Or, or like his backstory? Or his backstory? Waspinator was a scout-class Cybertronian um, before the war broke out under the autocracy. When the war broke out, he joined the Decepticons, um, you know, to fight, overthrow the government. He was one of Shockwave's experiments. Uh, it was Project Dead Hand. The idea was to take uh, Megatron's personality profile and uh, override it on other more expendable soldiers so that Megatron could cheat death. Hmm. Didn't work. Did make a lot of those guys crazy. Uh, on his personal files, uh, after the Alcanor exploded, he was one of the only people left behind. Um, that part of the Alcanor had a med bay and a CR chamber, and he was pretty badly damaged, so he basically jerry-rigged the CR chamber together and one of those creatures mm -hmm. to uh, modify his T-Cog enough that he could use them as an alt form. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it's just his grandma. But the mystery of why he is all freaky and crazy is he butchered one of those creatures and uh, skinned it and melded that into his uh, new alt form. <clears throat> Terrifying. Which gave him connection to, to the, the hive mind they have. Bioassimilation kind of stuff. Is that something that's... Pretender shell. Pretender shell. Okay, so that's the thing that... Yeah. Do. Because he worked with Decepticon scientists, he knew enough about pretender technology to kind of backwards engineer it. Because... If there's one thing that didn't print on Wasp Manor and the other uh, Dead Hand subjects, it was Megatron's tenacity and uh, ambition. Oof. Okay. So he's just losing. Yeah, Waspinator, uh, the, there's a psych profile from the ship psychologist that was trying to do rehabilitation. He thinks he's Megatron, but doesn't recognize the inconsistencies in that. That makes a, that makes things all yeah, okay. he, he thinks he's Megatron, but if you call him Megatron, he just hears Megatron. If you call him Waspinator, he just hears Megatron. Hmm. So do we manage to get the uh, generation ship up and running in time then? Well, yeah, you guys are going to have to do a bit of repair work on your ship, so it's space-worthy-er, hmm. yeah. and uh, limp your way back to the planet. It's going to take, you know, <laughs> not that long for you guys, pretty long for them, but the imminent threat isn't super imminent anymore. And they were taking their time to uh, build those generation ships anyways, so... Yeah, so by the time you get back to the planet, you're able to marry that, uh, basically that cargo hauler pod, 
to the 8-track, hook it up, and yeah, there's a nearby habitable planet you guys were aware of, that they were aware of, and you're able to set a course for it. Um, you'll eventually travel there, drop them off in a few generations. Before, before we leave that planet, I'm going to seed it with some of the like stuff that I had in my all my terrariums and whatnot, so that the planet slowly starts rehabilitating itself. And sure, you should yeah. keep in mind though that they've loaded it with nuclear arms, so that it'll blow up. Well, that was if the they didn't really know about these things. They thought that they were like gonna literally eat the planet. Hmm. Uh, Waspinator's files on these creatures that he's encountered pretty much breaks down that they send an advanced party, and then these Leviathan ships show up, and they basically will, like send umbilicals down into the crust and like hollowed out, turn to a dead hunk of rock. And they'll just absorb all the material, like all the minerals, all the organic life, hmm. um, any usable like like elements or things from the planet itself, radiation, atmosphere, and they convert it into more biomass. They're Tyranids. It's, it's a Tyranid high fleet, guys. They're doing Galactus. It's literally the Tyranids. That's literally how it works. Yeah. So whatever you send there will die sooner or later. I mean, well, eventually everything will. Yeah, eventually everything will, but it might I think well. the scale of this high fleet reaching this planet is a thousand years, maybe more. Yeah, but at least, like, I like to leave things <laughs> behind. That's what I do. I keep the planet going. Yeah, you can totally so, do that. Yeah. And, yeah, you guys will marry that colony ship, drop it off at a nearby planet, like, literally just put it on the planet and leave, and head back into the blackest space. Yep. We'll be able to pick an episode for next week. So, uh, there's the end of move move for this game, which is slightly different. Because, you know, we're doing a different thing now. Uh, where are you? Is it a new content? or? Yeah, it's like a... How does that go? Usually the Overlord sheet has the end of session move. Suppose that the the handout for the thing has it, but... I'm looking at the handout. There's, for the Inverse Fellowship handout? Yeah. Then it should have... Ending the game. Oh, you found it? 154. Uh, er, oh, here we are. End of session. You have reached the end of session. Answer me these questions. Three. Did you save and protect a community in need? Yep. Yes. Wait, this one had no. references to the overlord. No. Well, no. Okay, did we t uh, thoroughly explore a new location? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Did anyone find what they were seeking from our things we were looking for? Uh, I think that was pretty Peace? Or, like, what we were looking for? Your, your horizon agenda. Okay, so I was seeking peace, and I think that was a decently peaceful parting at the very least. Actually... Sure. Point, yeah. I found new life forms and other things that we hadn't found before. That counts as something I was seeking. You did. Are you seeking new life forms? Uh, that's your agenda. Yeah, it's it's progress. It's uh, seeking out things that can't be found back home, hoping to find just the thing you need to advance our research. Oh, but right. so I'm learning more about organic life, forwarding our and. Now that we, I mean, we know a lot more after watching That high fleet's fairly weird and complex. Yeah. And Waspinator with his pretender shell. Yeah, but like, I can study it from there on and... Mm -hmm. yeah. 
and my agenda is you use kindness, diplomacy, and compromise whenever possible. You did compromise. I like the other stuff too, but the compromise was the fake thing at the end there. The fame thing is really up to you. I did engage, I did piss off Waspinator to get him into a, into a, into a straight fight. But you did. Yeah. Yeah, no, you've, you've gotten the check. So what's the next one, Pete? Did you discover something new about the world or its people? I think so. It's got those Leviathans. Yeah, that's a threat in this galaxy. That that pod of space carnivore whales. That use like krill and like remora feeder fish. This whales the nebula. I mean, that's basically what they are. They're whales slash sharks that have those tiny little fish on them, pilot fish that go ahead, find a thing, lead the sharks to it, the sharks eat it, and everything feasts in a feeding frenzy, and then they move on. Neat. Just a natural ecosystem of the galaxy. So, what do you want to do, guys? Yeah, you got three checks. I mean, levels. Refresh gear, heal stat, or, you know. I mean, levels. So, the thing with levels is if you keep taking them you'll eventually max out super fast which sounds awesome but might like chill the game a bit yeah feel free to take them don't not do it but i'm just i'm just throwing that warning out for the middle and interim of the game i think, think, I think we, there's a problem once we get to like tank. level three we can start worrying about over over like overtaking stuff well we can but. take levels one time and give Two people levels next session. Take it one time. Give two I'm not too worried levels. about the early game part of things. I'm just saying for like the yeah. mid game, you might not want to, you know, streamline yourself right. to level yeah. ten okay. before the mid. Of there's there's no point in taking the healing one. Mm. Yeah. So we can just scratch that right off. How? And I, if you do it I'm three not times, super concerned about one thing here. Yeah. If you do it three yeah. times, that's six options, which is all of you guys. Yeah. And the ships. Yep. Yeah, I think let's just raise everything level two. Everyone goes level two, including your ship. Yep. Because uh, I, I don't I don't level the the, the horizon doesn't level. Really? Yeah. What? Response level will increase. No, but that's... response level is different from level. Huh. That's yeah, response level for each location. I'm gonna start mapping locations out that have communities in them and they'll just exist and they'll get weirder and more hostile the longer you're there. I love for Shimbucker it maybe armor, because, or whatever the, the modifier that gives the... I think the important thing to remember is everyone gained a level, so why don't we wrap up the recording? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, I hope you all had fun. This mm -hmm. is the first episode. As is tradition, we did the Kraken again. So we've done a Kraken in Transformers that was a Decepticon warp cannon in a sand sea. We did an actual Kraken in an actual sea on an actual boat. Mm -hmm. And we've done a Tyranid Leviathan where you were inside it. I mean, to fight it. So we have done three very distinct Krakens. I wonder what the fourth one will be when it's Earth and XCOM. <laughs> so, I was Devin. Tyler. Ian. Kevin. Peter. Mark. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off. Mm -hmm.